Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, Geek Heart Games is proud to bring to you our E3 extravaganza with your hosts, Sam Suvak. Hello! And Cody Tietrich. Hey, Tom, thanks so much. This is Cody Tietrich. We're uh, doing an E3 show this week. How's it going, Sam? Good. How are you? Good. Did you like Tom? I just I hired him like three days ago. He's such a nice fellow. I mean, he sounds pretty cool, but I mean, how much were you paying him? Because I mean, it's like we didn't discuss the budget. He's Canadian. They don't they don't they don't oh. charge a lot. Oh, awesome. Well, yeah, he was fantastic. We should. He's pretty nice, right? Yeah. Like All right. As Tom was saying, we're doing an E3 show this week. Yeah. E3 happened. Yeah. We're not covering EA because we covered that in the last podcast. <laughs> I was so checking my hear... notes. I was going over all the conferences. I'm like, why don't I have e- EA here? Like, what? I'm so screwed up. What's happening? And I'm like, oh, yeah, we already <laughs> talked about that one. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So if you'd like to hear our talks about Anthem, Unravel, Sea of Solitude, go check the last podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, just a little bit of housekeeping because it came to our attention. Certain people don't know that we have a YouTube channel at geekheartgamescom slash YouTube, and there's a video format of this podcast. And sometimes there's an after credit scene. And, and sometimes, sometimes it's hilarious. Sometimes it's fantastic. I mean, yeah. sometimes it's the best part of the whole show, you might say. I don't know. Um, but you don't get it on the audio one, usually. There's one time and the audio version had it, but uh, usually it's only video. So go check it out if you want to see what you've been missing. Yeah. All right. We're getting into E3. So we're starting off with Xbox, Microsoft. So they said they were on Sunday. Yes. And honestly, maybe been the best press conference so far. So let's run it down. Well, I mean, that's your opinion. So. I mean, I have another favorite, so. Okay. <laughs> so we start the press conference with Halo Infinite. No gameplay. Just kind of showing what like game looks like it's gonna be about, kind of. And they're using a new software engine, so that's cool. But they didn't really show anything. So as a Halo fan, I'm like, could be cool, I guess. I don't really know. I will say, when it when it first opens, it's just this little teaser, and it opens kind of on a field, and there's this helmet, and it kind of pans, and you see like this body next to it, but there's like a gap between the helmet and the body. And the helmet was sideways. So me not understanding what happened, I thought this was like a person on its side and its head was not connected to its body. And I was like, what is this game? Before I realized that it was just a person holding his helmet down by his leg. Um, so yeah, that, that weirded me out a little bit. But, uh, but yeah, it looks cool. It looked like there were dinosaurs or something. Because I thought it was going to be a Jurassic World Evolution trailer at first. <laughs> That'd been a really weird way to start the press conference. Here's Jurassic World, guys. Um, yeah, they look kind of like a hybrid of like Rhino and something else. So yeah. I don't know. So we've never really like seen. I don't think we've really seen it unless it's in four and five because I didn't play in four and five because as I've always said, Halo ends after Halo Reach for me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I guess. I've seen a lot of debate that that's going to be a next gen game, but they were just showing it off right now because yeah, you kind of, they're using a new, they're using a new engine. Like it's something they're going to have to take time to work with. So yeah, could be cool. Um, okay. So I just, we should, we're not going to go down like every single announcement. We're going to talk about the games that like excited us. Mm -hmm. So next up I have Forza horizon four. 
Whoa, I feel like you missed okay. like five games before that. Okay. I said we weren't running them down, and I wasn't excited for any of those, apparently. So. Well, apparently I get excited a little more easily than Cody does. So. That's what um, she said. Yes. There's this game called Sekiro Shadows Die Twice. And I saw this, and I didn't understand what it was at first, but I got real excited because it was like this ninja guy, like, grappling around fighting people with a sword it looked pretty cool it looked like i felt it was kind of like a like a response to ghosts of tsushima possibly um and then i found out that this is from from software who does like the dark souls games and bloodborne and i was like well shit because this is probably going to be really fucking hard but it looks awesome and I mean, they're like making it clear that it's not a Dark Souls game. So, oh, although I think I did hear later in an interview that it's going to be hard. But I mean, it looks pretty cool. If you're into that kind of game, it would be cool. I'd be into it if it were not hard, but we'll see what happens with it. I don't know. Um, oh, Xbox had, they debuted the Life is Strange uh, world game of Awesome Adventures of Captain Spirit which uh, it's a young boy who, you know, kind of becomes Captain Spirit and he has little adventures, I guess. Um, I'm not super excited for it, uh, but like, I thought it's really cool that they're making it free. It'll be free to everybody when it comes out. And it's gonna, yeah, did you not know that? that Is it just the first episode that's free? It's the entire game is free. Like it's one episode. The whole game is one okay. episode. It's just one little thing. It's just like a little special. Really? Yeah, yeah. So it's not like a it's not like a full game like normally would be. But I think it's really cool that they're doing that. And like, yeah. I don't know. It, I don't think it would be as dark as the other stuff. So it might get a younger audience involved in it. But hey, you know, oh, no, what? that kid's totally dying. Cody, we... that kid's so dead. Like second that trailer started, I was like, that gets that's a dead kid. So dead. <laughs> I don't know. I guess we'll Tom see. agrees with me. Don't ask me where Tom went, by the way. I think he's like hiding, like he's just squatted down next to you. It's fine. Get, get, I don't get, get down. I don't need to know. Um, okay. Okay. They had a trailer for Crackdown Three, which nobody is impressed with. Um, Megs, we were okay. So here's the thing. I don't think we mentioned this in our housekeeping. We probably should have mentioned it. We'd had this plan. We were going to live stream the conferences while we had our reactions over it. Um, But my computer and internet combo, not okay with that. It could not handle it. It was a disaster. So we had to put the nicks on that. And we just switched over to our Discord and we had a live chat with all of our buddies as we were watching this, which was really cool and a lot more fun than what we had planned. So, um, but while we were doing that, so Megs, I wrote down, she said, (laughs) we were watching the Crackdown 3 trailer and she said, shouldn't the graphics be better than this? (laughs) That's Uh, that's a fair statement. (laughs) I played Xbox when Crackdown and Crackdown 2 came out. And I'll admit, those games were fun at the time. We are past that time. I'm sure there are people, Aleandro, person from our Discord and good friend, is excited for this game. I'm very happy for him. But we are past the time of Cracktown 3 being a big thing. And it's been delayed so much. Stop. Just let it die. Just let it dissolve into nothingness. Because that's what Cracktown 3 is, is nothingness. I love Terry Crews, but good God. Okay, I've never played a Crackdown, um, and I agree that this doesn't look like 
the most fantastic game in the world, but I think there was something where you were driving a car like up a wall and it looked really cool. And it just looks like it would be like a fun thing to do. And the point is, this is going to be one of the Game Pass games, so I'm not going to have to pay for it, which, you know, that's, I don't think it would get a lot of purchases outside of Game Pass, maybe. Um, but yeah. it's just like, it's a it's a fun freebie. I I feel like Game Pass hasn't had the best record so far with their first party, same day exclusive games, because like, See if these was okay. State of Decay like... was okay. Um, but it's fine. There's some other exciting Game Pass news that will come up after this. We'll get to that later. Um, but I'm excited to just, you know, have another free game and just play it for an afternoon and have some fun. It's fine. Um, okay. Then there was the trailer for Metro. I forget what comes after the colon for this one. Um it's not Metro Exodus. That was the last one, correct? No. And is it Metro Last Light, or was that one that was already out? I that was. Is it? That was also a previous one. I remember that one. Doesn't matter. Wait, is it? No, no, no. This one is Metro Exodus. I think. Is it? Maybe it is. I don't know. There's a new Metro. It's a Metro game. game. Go for it. It's a Metro game. Okay. Um, <clears throat> and the trailers for this game, even from last year, like they look really cool. It looks like a neat environment. Um, I've played one of the Metro games previously, and I didn't like it because they just talk too much, and it took forever to get into any action. Um, so I'm like, I don't know. I'm cautiously optimistic about this one. We'll see what it's like. But I will say, <clears throat> this trailer, it wins um, best song for a trailer at E3. Um, it has the song Teardrop by uh, Massive Attack. And that's just one of my favorite songs of all time. And so whenever I hear it, um, the first time I heard it, fun fact, was when in an episode of The West Wing. And it was this really tense scene where like the president's daughter was getting kidnapped. And there was all this splicing between all these other things. And it was so intense. And it was like the best song ever for that. And I just, I love it very much. So go watch that trailer, listen to the song. Um, hopefully you'll enjoy it, but, um, that's, I'm more excited about the song than Exodus, so. It looks or interesting, Metro, like, whatever it's called. but I don't, I'm not sure how I'll ever play it. Fair enough. Okay. So that's... Now I'm caught up to where Forza is, so go ahead. <laughs> okay. So, uh, this is actually, like, we were talking in Discord and, like, this Forza trailer's playing, I'm like, all right, cool, racing cars, whatever. Then they start, like all these cars come together and these people were talking to each other and I was like, fuck, I think I'm going to get into a Forza game. Like, I never expected this. Like, Megs is like, I'll try it. Uh, Melissa, uh, Megan uh, was like, I'll try it. Like, yeah, like, this looks like a lot of fun. Like, I love the Forza games. And, like, Alejandro was into it. Like, so like, we're going to have a nice little group to get together and play Forza. So, hell yeah. yeah. So This one completely took us by surprise because we're like, we don't care about car racing games. They're going to have a big, long thing about it. They had people on stage playing it. And I was like, is this really the game you want to show us? But then once they yeah. were playing it, we're like, yeah, actually it is. This is They're actually selling it very well. Um, I also wanted to point out that this was the demo where um, you saw the people on stage. One of them was using the Xbox adaptive controller, which was really cool. And then half of the people playing were women. So 
that was cool too. Um, but yeah, this game looks really cool because it's not, doesn't seem like your typical car racing game because like these people were driving and you couldn't tell that they were necessarily racing. I don't know. They were just driving around having a good time. It seemed to be very forgiving if you went off course and like hit walls or different things. It seemed fine, which is good for me because I crash a lot. Um, <laughs> but it's it's just really cool. It looks really cool. They have like the different seasons uh, that they showed that you'll be traveling through. Like you're going to be driving over like a frozen lake of ice. Just different. That stuff. was really awesome. It looks like, really oh, cool. So Forza Horizon is another one that is going to be a Game Pass same day release uh, available. So I mean that's one that's like where it's really going to be worth it to have it. I think because it looks pretty cool. So. Um, All right. Let me just say next, I had a note written down that says, I like Phil Spencer. At this point in time, I don't remember who Phil Spencer was or why I liked him. But I guess he, he was some guy cool on Xbox. And... He was a, He's the guy who was out there for most of it. He has a cool t-shirt, jacket okay. combo. I guess. It, it, I like him a lot. I think he... He definitely inherited that mess that was the Xbox One launch where they were like, we're all about being a home media thing and like <laughs> he's like no like hey we're about games like this is about making games for the gamers and like he's trying to write the ship for xbox and like i like him a lot i think he's a cool dude um yeah i feel so, like he probably made some jokes that i thought were funny or something i don't know he was pretty funny he was yeah. he was a good guy okay i guess i feel like you maybe you had you took more detailed notes about microsoft i just wrote down what i really enjoyed so maybe <laughs> you should lead the conversation because i have the five new studios they announced next. that's what i have too yeah cool all right um so they announced that they have acquired five new studios which is huge for xbox because they've been lacking on the first party um so they have a brand new studio called the initiative that launched a couple months back apparently um but they're working on a new game so that's exciting so we know we have a first party game coming um they announced they've acquired Undead Labs, who makes the State of Decay games, which I was shocked because I thought they were already. Yeah. Because, like, oh, State of Decay has been exclusive, so whatever. Okay, whatever, good they for announced them. They acquired Playground Games, which is who makes Forza and apparently is might also be working on the new Fables game, from okay. once rumored. Um, this was the big shocker for me. They announced they bought Ninja Theory, who made Hellblade Sinua Sacrifice, which Sam and I love that game. Yes. I was like, whoa. That's like a huge blow. Because like Hellblade was exclusive to PlayStation and PC for a while. Mm -hmm. And now it's just come over to Xbox. And like, imagine Ninja Theory with the money of Microsoft behind them making amazing ass games. And let me just let me just tell you, because I watched a little video that Ninja Theory released about this because um, they were like, hey, you know, you're probably wondering why we did this, what it's about. And, you know, they were very clear, like when they were first approached by Microsoft, they were like, hey, we need to be able to do our own thing. And like Microsoft assured them, you're going to be able to do your own thing in this. And they went and interviewed like other studios that Microsoft owns and like found out how they worked with them and how everything was going to be. So like they did their homework on it. Um, and what they said was like Ninja Theory, I think right now has a company 
uh, has about 100 people, and they had 20 people working on Hellblade. The other people in the company were busy doing other projects that were not glamorous, but they were the money makers. So they were helping, you know, with other things just to make money in order to fund Hellblade. So if that was just, you know, 20 people out of the 100 working on that, now that they're going to have the funding, they'll be able to have their whole team working on stuff. And like, they're going to be able to do some awesome stuff. So I'm just really excited for that. Um, earlier this year, like when they announced Game Pass and stuff, I was like, man, I kind of want to get an Xbox now. Like, I know I don't need one. There's no good reason for this. It's just something I want to do. And I bought it and I was like, I don't know if this was a good decision. What am I doing? But now I heard Ninja Theory. I'm like, I bought an Xbox because I knew Ninja Theory <laughs> was going to become an Xbox exclusive. So it all makes sense now. And I'm pretty excited for him. I think it's going to be great for them. So and people who are fans of theirs, um, hopefully will follow them. Hopefully they already have both platforms anyway. There's a lot of good sales on Xboxes right now. So go ahead and get in on that. But uh, yeah. <laughs> Okay, sorry, but let's go ahead and talk about the rest of the studios that they got also. Just one other, I guess. Yeah, just um, I missed the name on this one. Do you have it written oh, down? Compulsion Games? That's okay. That's what I thought it was, but I didn't want to mess it up. Um, yeah. I don't know what they've done. I don't either. Do you? No. Okay, they got a new studio called Compulsion <laughs> Games. Cool. Great. Uh, but really uh, good for Xbox. Like, this is... way to take a step forward and be like, hey, like, we lack first party. Here's a mm -hmm. bunch of first parties. So yeah. good on them. Very good job. It's very good. Uh, uh, so I know I probably skipped a lot, but next up I have Division 2. That's what I have. Okay. So they showed off Division 2, which I was shocked because Ubisoft has their own conference, as we'll talk about soon. Yeah. It's like, oh, hmm. Really cool trailer for Division 2. Kind of showed off how we're going to from snowy New York to this kind of like almost tropical like washington dc like it's very bright uh, bright and vibrant colors and very stark difference from mm -hmm. uh division one because i played a little bit of division one this past weekend and wow what a yeah crazy thing that is um <laughs> they announced there'll be a beta soon and then obviously we'll talk about a little bit more about division two later sam what were your initial thoughts on the gameplay that they showed first off I don't think I remember the, the, the first trailer at all, because all I remember is the Ubisoft one. So <clears throat> I don't remember that, but I remember I was excited about it. And then they started the gameplay and it was stupid, Cody. I don't understand why these games show like really boring gameplay, because it's like you've got this squad and they're like doing their chatter like they're fake this is how we talk in gameplay chatter. And they're walking along, just kind of slow doing stuff. They get some enemies and they shoot at them, but it was just like not exciting. And I guess like people do want to see gameplay, um, but like there's nothing wrong with a sizzle reel and just like, you know, splicing yeah. the action together to keep it upbeat and exciting. Um, in a press conference like this, I would think. So that was just kind of my, I was like, eh. I mean, I'm excited about Division 2, um, but like that didn't do anything to get me more excited about it, so. Yeah, um, I don't get, I don't understand the idea behind the, hey, let's have people pretend they're playing. Like, why not just bring in like, that you have YouTubers and streamers who are at E3, just mm -hmm. get them to do a little bit of voice work, like, you're, you'd be paying them the same amount you're paying these other people to do voice acting. I don't understand 
<laughs> at least they would sound genuine and authentic. Uh, the gameplay seems interesting. Uh, I think they kind of were trying to show because some of the big complaints about Division One, from what I've heard, is that care enemies were bullet sponges. Like it would take like twenty headshots to kill a person. This is a little bit more realistic than Destiny. So after one headshot, the dude should probably be dead. <laughs> so they were showing like kind of like there was that dude who was heavily armored. Mm -hmm. and that's why he was a bullet sponge in this case because he was heavily mm -hmm. armored and you had to take down the armor before you could kill him. So, uh, I think it was cool. I'm excited for Division 2. We'll talk about it a little bit more when we get to Ubisoft's conference, but yeah. Um, next up, I have Black Desert. Okay, I've got some stuff. So, okay. this lady came out and was talking about the fast oh, yeah. load stuff, which fast load. it was so boring, and I felt so bad for her. I'm like, why does she have to announce this? This is so sad. And basically, it's just like, it's going to download games and like prioritize files so you can start the game faster while it's still downloading, which is cool, but like not E3 press conference cool. Um, so I felt real bad for her, but then she got to this part where she started talking about Game Pass and how they're working to add stuff and keep it exciting and good for people. And I got super excited because she announced some stuff that's coming soon. She announced Halo Master Chief Collection which I'm not super excited about, but I think it's awesome that it's coming. Uh, Cody might be excited about it. Um, and Warhammer Vermintide 2, which I'm really excited about that because that's not even on yeah. console yet. It's still only on PC. I played the first one. I thought it was fun, and I really wanted us to play together. Um, and so if it's coming to Game Pass, that's going to be awesome, and we can just play it and have fun. We don't have to spend the money. So I'm really excited about that. Then... We should go ahead and get this out of the way. One of the major themes of E3 this year, I said I wanted in my prediction show, I well, in our prediction show, excuse me, but my prediction was I wanted someone to say, here's this new thing and it's available right now. And that happened so much through E3. Like, I can't even keep track of all the things. Like, multiple conferences had stuff. It was fantastic. So the thing that they announced on Microsoft's Game Pass was stuff that's available right now was The Division, the first game, and Fallout 4. Uh, oh, and I think also Elder Scrolls. Uh, but I didn't write uh -huh. that one down because I guess I didn't care. Yeah. Um, but those three are pretty big games and it's pretty exciting that they got moved to Game Pass and it was a thing. Okay, they said it was, I think they said it was available today, because it wasn't available right after the press conference, because I went to check right after the press conference. Um, it took a while, but still, um, those were some new things that came to Game Pass, and it made me really excited for that. Um, so it's just like, <clears throat> just kind of reinforces that they're, they're putting a lot of effort into Game Pass and making it something worthwhile for people. And it's, I mean, it's pretty cheap. I think it's, is it like five, it's only five or ten dollars a month, I think. I could it's, uh, right right now it's actually just a dollar for your first month. Yeah. And I think it's ten dollars after okay. that. Um But like you can get like a deal on it, I think. Because I bought I bought yeah, a like, deal. If you buy the bundle, it's like yeah, cheaper. I got something. So it's just it's good, it's awesome. So I like that they're still working on that. Um next I'd written down generation zero. Um I think this is when they did their giant um, oh, like indie montage. game montage. Yeah. And there's all that cool stuff. Yeah, I think Gener Generation Zero is something we heard about a couple days before the conference. Generation Zero does look cool. It seems like a post-apocalyptic post co-op shooter. And there's like these weird robots running around. Mm -hmm. 
So yeah, that looks like a cool game. Uh, I think it's like like kind of an 80s setting though, or something. It seemed really cool. Yeah, uh, like it kind of reminds me of like Stranger Things, but with mechs instead of different organs. Yeah, and someone said something like a little bit of Red Dawn thrown in there because it's like yeah, it's, I also thought that. I was like, oh, it's yeah. like Red Dawn. Yeah, so okay. it looks pretty cool. I can't uh, remember. If this is where Black Desert got shown, or they just actually had its full-on trailer for Black Desert. They had a trailer. But... It comes. Okay, they had a full trailer. Was... <clears throat> yeah. So they had, before that they had Shadow of the Tomb Raider, which. Oh yeah. I mean, I'm excited for this game. The cinematic trailers look really cool. Um, I don't think there's anything else that needs to be done to sell me or get me excited about this. Um, but yeah. then again, they did the gameplay trailer where they like showed the gameplay where she's like creeping around killing people and doing stuff and again i got bored i was like God, oh, come on just give me a sizzle reel i don't i don't want <laughs> all this so all right but then i got to black desert so go ahead uh so black desert online is the pc version it's an mmo that when it first launched it was more focused on like pvp and like it was commended for its graphics and customization like you can go really in-depth into your character creator um and the PvP was apparently really well liked. And they've kind of slowly added more PvE stuff. Like, I think there is, like, dungeons and stuff now. Like, one of the big things was, like, you join a clan and you build a base. And you can then do base attacks. Where, like, you guys set out to attack an enemy base. And then they can come attack your base. And, like, it sounded interesting. But my PC obviously couldn't load it. So, and more MMOs I'm always happy about. And it's free. So, free is never bad. So um, I saw the trailer and I couldn't tell a lot of what was going on from the trailer other than it looked really cool. Um, but from what you described, I'm like, I don't know if I'm excited about that. So I don't know that I like that kind of game where you like yeah, build I mean, it's a not base for everybody. and you go um, attack other people. So that'll be a wait and see for me. <laughs> yeah. Um, I know I probably skipped a lot, but next I have Devil May Cry 5. That's what I have. Okay. Um. So... This has been rumored for a while. There been like, you know, Devil May Cry remasters and all this and collections releasing. Then I think someone actually had it listed somewhere. Was it Walmart Canada at Devil May Cry 5? Okay. Let's just say Walmart Canada knows what they're doing. Like, I think everything they put out the there has come true pretty much. So apparently we can rely on Walmart in the future for leaks. Um. <laughs> I don't know what this is. Not Dante. They're following. I don't know this that character's thing, name. It looked like Dante. No, Dante was at the very end. Apparently, this is a different character. He's apparently in Devil May Cry Four. Don't ask. He me. looked. He looked similar to the Dante that was in the DMC. DMC. Yeah, but they're just skipping over DMC. Is the thing apparently. Like that's I not thought a his part name of this. was Dante though. Maybe there are like two. That was the dude at the end on the motorcycle who looked really rough. Because I was like, oh, hey, it's Dante. It's like uh, someone agreed with me in the chat. I um, agreed with you because I was thinking it, we were talking about something else. Oh, okay. <laughs> so you can't trust well, me. No, I don't know this character's name. I will say I was pretty meh on this trailer. Like, I'm excited. If you're a Devil May Cry fan, good for you. I'm glad you got your fifth game. You're continuing the story in four. I don't know what the story is. Um, I thought the, like, stereotypical southern girl was yeah. very bothersome. Yeah. Because, like... No one talks like that. And I am from the South. I can tell you no one talks like that. Like, yeah. Ugh. It's weird. So that was my opinion on Devil May Cry 5. 
I'm happy for you Devil May Cry fans. Um, I know some people are upset because like they really like DMC and they're not yeah. happy that people they're just kind of skipping it, like ignoring it completely. So I don't know. That's that's the only one I ever played, and I had fun with it while I was playing it. Um, but then I kind of got tired of the mechanics, um, which was unfortunate because Bayonetta has the same mechanics, and I bought Bayonetta one and two on Switch, and I was playing that, and then I'm like, no, I I really am just tired of this style of <laughs> fighting in two minutes, so I never finished that. Um, so so yeah, I mean, it looks cool. If you like that kind of game, I think you'll really like it and you'll be in for some fun, but not for me. Um, right. Next up, I have. Four. Wait, what? Just Cause 4? Oh, yes, Just Cause 4. Um, I've never played a Just Cause game, but I know they're oh. wacky fun. And this one seemed kind of interesting. I think the story part of it's cool. Like, you're kind of you're playing an assassin uh, in some respects. And they kind of just showed what basic just cause four gameplay is where lots of explosions yeah. squirrel suiting and all that jazz so i played just cause three a little bit it was one of the free ps plus games and um it's fun because it has this you have like this grapple parachute thing so you can just like zoom around the mat the land pretty well and it's just like a fun movement style and it's just a fun shooter as well um yeah. i liked on this trailer that there were these like big tornadoes that happen and stuff's like getting sucked up into the tornado i think like your character gets sucked up in the tornado and has to like fight in the tornado or something it looked pretty cool it'll be a fun time um i don't know if i would you know pay full price for that game when it comes out but you know if it has a nice sale i would i would check it out maybe yeah. maybe we'll see <laughs> it's a kind of the theme of this year and games <laughs> in general after e3 it's like all right i got my games picked out if there's a sale, I'll get some other things. Yeah. But for the most part, I'm kind of limited. Okay. Um, next up, I have Jump Force. I didn't write that down. Okay. So Jump Force is pretty much, hey, do you like anime? Here's all your favorite anime characters in one oh, giant right. trailer. Um, I feel like they have released this kind of game in Japan before, and like there's movies based on it. Uh, so like, you're in a city. Naruto's there, Goku's there, Luffy from One Piece is there, and they're fighting Frieza from Dragon Ball. From what I've read, this is going to be a fighting game of some sorts. They don't know what yet. Um, and in the trailer, there's like a bunch of like explosions. Everyone's doing their kind of signature moves. And at the very end, they show Ryuk and Light from Death, uh, Death Note. And everyone that I knew who was anime fans was like, oh my god! Like, freaking out. I think it was cool. Like, I used to be an anime kid. And anime is cool when you bring them all together, I guess. There needs to be more bleach, though. Bleach is an anime. I'm not saying, like, throw bleach on stuff. Okay. 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 Um, I'm not super into fighting games nor anime, so that's why I didn't write that one down. Okay. Okay. All right. What do you have next? I don't know. What do you have next? Next up, I have Gears of War 5. Well, not Gears of War Okay, the Gears of War announcements. Take them through so how this happened. This was great. Let's talk. Because, Jesus, Microsoft, you gave me a heart attack. <laughs> so, the Gears of War logo pops up on screen. And I'm like, oh, yes, mute the mic. I mute everything. Like, I'm like, hey, I can't talk. I need to freak out. 
you hear the chainsaw rev and i'm like oh yeah i'm so excited and they cut through the logo it's a funko pop let me just tell you i can look to my left right here funko pops galore gears of war shirt on i'm excited i'm like i'm excited for gears of war i see the funko pop i look to my left and i'm like what the fuck because i was not expecting this so gears pop is a mobile game coming and i really thought they were just ending it there i was like oh that's our gears of war announcement uh so i like i was like so i turned the mic back on i'm like i'm so fucking pissed off right now like i'm freaking out i dropped my head thing i'm picking it up don't worry um (laughs) and then one of the game developers comes out ahead of uh the gears people and he starts showing me gears tactics set before any of the gears games and it's an rts and i'm like are you kidding me (laughs) you're killing me just show me gears 5 and then they show me Gears 5, and I was so happy. So, yeah. Gears of War 5, they're starting the trailer. I'm so fucking excited. It's continuing Gears of War 4, where we picked up a new storyline with some younger protagonists. Uh, there's still some of the older protagonists from 1 through 3 in Judgment. Um, so this is focusing on Kate. Um, I'm not going to spoil anything that happens in Gears of War 4, because Sam does want to play it, I think. Yeah. So Kate has some backstory stuff happening. And one of the key things I took from the intro part was he said that this is a game about two fronts. So I think we're going to deal with Kate and her backstory as she learns more about it. Then we have J.D. Phoenix, the son of Marcus Phoenix. Um, he was the one with the weird arm that like started pulsing. It almost looks like he is infected. Ooh. So I'm interested to see where that storyline goes. But we're, he said two fronts, so I'm excited to see how they do this because there's never been something like this. We've never had like kind of bounce back and forth between two storylines. It's usually just been a singular storyline of focusing on Marcus and whoever he's uh, rolling around with. So it could be really cool. There's like a lot of ice stuff and there's some different locusts who are the main enemy in the game uh, showing up. And it looks pretty interesting. It also seems like there's going to be some psychological stuff because like there was a scene where Kate and Dell were in a like room together and Kate's like, why are you following me? Like, so I'm excited. It looks really cool. I'm a big Gears of War fan, so I just they, they only said two that they said 2019, correct? They didn't give a full date. Yeah, I don't remember anything about a date. So Yeah, so I assume that would be kind of Microsoft made an announcement after the press conference where like they were Phil Spencer was getting interviewed and they said they were going to show off their new console next year. Oh. I think next year is definitely going to be the hey we're moving into the next generation of consoles soon. So I think Gears of War I could see Gears of War Five being the kind of end okay. to the Xbox One uh, life cycle. Um, but yeah, like I'm I'm always in for more Gears of War. Me and my brother always play those games together. So I'm super happy. What did you think, Sam? Yeah, I got really excited about it because I don't know much anything really about Gears of War and so to see that I'm going to have a female protagonist to get to play as that always gets me really excited so I was pretty excited about that it looked cool um but yeah I'm just excited to try it out so I liked the I'm way I'm just glad go ahead you go. I just I liked the way they fucked with us and like we're like hey Gears Pop oh, no. oh hey Gears Tactics no. okay here you go here's oh, Gears 5 it was I so really fun I really was just like 
If we end on this Gears Pop announcement, I'm so dumb. This is like, I'm so mad. It's nice. Um, so yeah, after that, you, you know, Phil Spencer comes out. He's wrapping it up. He's like, hey, thanks so much, guys. I, I did then, make, hold on. I did oh. make one note that while he was talking, they were talking, he was talking about they're always striving to make things better in gaming and stuff. And he said they're working on console quality streaming on any mobile device, which I thought was exciting. It's like, that's like a goal for them, I guess, too. I don't know what it means, but it was interesting. Yeah. There's been this kind of like talk lately about how like Microsoft and Ubisoft think that consoles are going to like eventually fade out and it's just going to be streaming to everything. Mm -hmm. I think the issue is that's not going to work because not everyone has the same quality of internet. Yeah. Like if we can get on the same page with that and then like things going on with like internet lately, like net neutrality and stuff, like mm -hmm. it's, it's a nice idea. Mm -hmm. I think it's still just an idea. Yeah. So there's that. Um, yeah. So then after that, he's like, you know, about to sign off and then starts, stuff starts to like static and freak out. And, and the lights then, are flashing. Yeah, lights are flashing. It's going red and black in there. You're like, what's happening? Like, and then like all this like typing stuff comes up. Like someone's hacking, and you're I'm like, I see the CD, and I'm like, oh, CD Project Red. Mm -hmm. This is Cyberpunk. Everyone's like, no, no, it's something else. And yeah. I was like, no, no, no. Yeah, it's Cyberpunk 277. Yeah. CD Project Red's new game. They've been working on it for a very long time, um, and we got a really cool trailer kind of showing the world that we're living in. And the main character will be following. Uh, his name is V. And he's living in this uh, kind of futuristic world. But there's a lot of crime and stuff and drugs, apparently. Uh, one article I read was that uh, you'll get full frontal nudity. And there's one night stands in this game. <laughs> so they're really just going That's all quality in. quality entertainment um, right there. So this is a RPG FPS, uh, oh. as they put it. It'll... It, it'll focused on rpg mechanics because that's what cd project red's good at if you look at the witcher um but there will be shooting in it they said so uh yeah you're kind of just in this futuristic uh city and i guess you're there's no really like, real clear like what you're doing i think you're just trying to live maybe i don't know like there was no like purpose yeah. to the trailer they just kind of showing off the world um Everybody who had hands-on, like IGN, kind of funny, Kotaku and all that, said, like, this game is incredible and you have to see it to believe it. So I'm not, like, super excited for it because, like, I had trouble getting into The Witcher. But who knows? Maybe the futuristic is my thing and not the world of The Witcher. So, Yeah, and I'm also not sure how I feel about it because I didn't get into The Witcher and I'm not super excited about open world stuff right now which i think this would be kind of like that um and then also just like this environment i was watching it and i'm like i don't know that this environment excites me as much as others might um like i'm like maybe if like my futuristic sci-fi likes needs to be like more set in space or other places rather than just like a regular this is us but in the future i don't know i don't know but i was like eh. I'm ex I mean, there's so much hype about it that it just gets me excited just from everyone else's hype. So I'm excited to see more about it. But I, I loved the way that they did it, where they like, it was right at the end, they hacked it and yeah. they just threw it in there. And it's like, stuff like that's exciting. So I, what a way to end the Microsoft conference. Like, I really yeah. thought Xbox did really well here. Like, everything they showed mm -hmm. was really interesting to me. Um, 
that I just felt like they kind of had like, like it was, they started and they're like, hey, we have 50 games, mm -hmm. 18 of these are exclusive, 15 are world premieres. Yeah. And I was like, damn, yeah. like straight to the point. And as we'll talk about later, there's another conference that I don't agree with the way they did things. But anyways, Microsoft I, did good. I thought that they did just like pretty much perfect, absolutely what they needed to do with that conference. And yeah. they accomplished it so well. So they did a great job. So, yeah. yeah. All right. Okay. And then later that night, we had the Bethesda uh, <laughs> conference. Um, they kind of started off in a weird way. Hold on. Yeah, nice before concert. before oh. it even started, before it started, they had a pre-show with these two women, Anne Lewis and Abigail Tyson. And they were like, it seemed like they were sitting like in a movie theater or something seats. And they were just talking about stuff and they'd show some little clips and stuff. And it was like, you know, they were fun, whatever. And then like... I think I went to the bathroom and I came back and they were there and they were both holding dogs. And I was like, what did I miss? Why did they bring dogs? And they just had some cute dogs for a while. And then like after they cut to the next thing and they came back, they didn't have the dogs anymore. I was disappointed, but I definitely enjoyed that they had that. So they get major points for that. So, oh, and then also, I don't know if you're going to say this, but they, they actually started the real press conference off with a video about uh, all the staff who work in the different Bethesda offices. And so you got to see like little slices of their, their life and the, the different offices and stuff. And I thought that was really cool seeing that. I must have missed this. I must have yeah. go back and watch that. That it sounds really, really cool. cool. Yeah, I liked it. Okay. Hmm. I can note of that. Yeah. Um, so what I saw, what they started with was uh, Andrew WK came out and started performing a little mini concert playing the theme song everybody's gonna die for rage 2 and i was like i love andrew wk and i like this song a lot i actually have it on my spotify playlist i love it um but it's a little awkward to start a conference that way because especially when you pan to the audience and the audience is not into it they're like they were not I'm here for the games man stop this <laughs> um hey i didn't know who that guy was and i was like what is this song? And it did seem to go on for much longer than it needed to. And I mean, I guess, you know, you get a band out there like heavy music trying to hype people up, but it did not seem to hype people up no. at all. <laughs> um, so then, uh, wait, wait, wait. Can one I, of the people from... Can, can I oh, backtrack okay. real quick? Because um, I guess Pete Hines came out and I didn't yeah, know about yeah, him. Yeah, he kind of intro. I, I liked Pete Hines as well. I liked the funny people. He was funny because he came out and he was talking about something. I don't know. And then he made a joke where he was talking about Walmart, who he said was best known for their low prices and their ability to keep a secret. Oh, okay. <laughs> and I thought that was really funny. So good job, Pete Hines. Oh. Yeah. Uh, so after that concert, they bring out a guy from ID and a guy from Avalanche and like... Polar opposite people, like ID guy is super tiny and looks professional. Avalanche dude looks super metal and super tall. I was like, whatever. They're so kind of just hyping up Rage 2. And... I wrote down their names. They were named Tim and Magnus. Magnus was the tall one, obviously. Obviously. I, just, and, I figured Magnus was a small person. And I was not on the voice chat at this point. I was just in Discord typing. But me and Melissa at the exact same time wrote this is awkward <laughs> yeah well i guess there was something wrong with the sound apparently and so one dude's mic didn't work so he was talking Whoa. and it was just um I and then know. he was like they were he like hey weird. you need to repeat that so weird. um so 
So then they showed some gameplay of Rage 2. They had some, like, info in-game stuff. Looked a lot like Doom to me, except not as, like, heli. Like, it mm -hmm. looked more post-apocalyptic, but, like, the shooting and everything. Yeah. Reminded me of Doom, which it's Bethesda. I mean, yeah. it makes sense. Um, I did like that, like, midway through the trailer, they had an in-game ad for Rage 2 Collector's Edition. <laughs> I was like, what's happening? <laughs> That was funny. Um, I think the gameplay did make it weird at times. Like, they, they cut it very weird. Where, like, you get powers in this game, apparently. And one of the powers they were showcasing was, like, this, like, sonic boom punch, I guess. But the character would punch, and then they would cut, and he'd be punching another dude outside. So I was like, what, well, does the punch teleport me, or is this a cut? I yeah. can't really tell. Yeah, it was hard to tell. Um, I couldn't tell about that. Yeah, they shut off some of the driving. Um, I think this is like a very interesting game. It's another one of those, if it's on sale, I'll think about it. But it's just not for me currently. Like, I'm not super into it. I don't know. Defending when it comes out, I might pay full price for this one because it looks fun. <laughs> I liked it. And this is one where I was pretty good with the gameplay. Like, I thought it was exciting the whole time. Like, it didn't have it. It didn't drag like some of the gameplay stuff did and other stuff. Yeah. So, I liked it. Uh, all right. I probably have these out of order, but we're just going to just, just go with the flow, okay? Uh, so, <laughs> your face right now saying, you're like, <laughs> there's order that thing's going. Um, I believe what happened next was they brought out uh, the Elder Scrolls Legends guy to talk about mm -hmm. the card game. Yes. And how it's launching on PS4, Xbox, and Switch, and they're updating it. It's already out on PC and mobile, so you can play it there. I tried that game; wasn't very into it, but I like card games. I don't know. There's like a story aspect to the card game before you can get to the player versus player. I didn't like that, but maybe that's one of the things updating. Is it like a campaign story that you play by yourself first? Yeah. Oh, see, I'd probably really like that. Okay, hey, so go for it. See, I got excited when I saw this because, like. Ever since I played Slay the Spire, like I kind of want to play another card game, um, but I want it to be on Switch or mobile. And so I've actually got this downloaded on my phone. I haven't played it yet, but I'm excited to try okay. it because it looks cool. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's so it's coming out on PC, PS4, Xbox One, and Switch soon. So that'd be mm -hmm. cool. Um, next up was Elder Scrolls Online. Um. Or Quake. One or the other. Who cares? We're going to Quake. I don't uh, think so I remember. Quake guy came out. Okay. Quake guy came out and was pretty much like, hey, Quake Champions, super cool. We're going to have Quake Con soon, which is a convention they hold where they have a big Quake tournament, apparently. And apparently that's also where Bethesda shows more gameplay, because apparently the new Doom game that will, that also got announced will Well, actually, I mean, Doom got announced before Quake, but that's fine. We'll talk about it in a minute. Whatever. Okay. Finish I think they quake. had the Elder Scrolls stuff together, and then they had the Quake Whatever. and the Doom thing together. Just finish so go, your Quake talk. Let me... If you're so excited about it. Quake Champions is an arena shooter. It's really cool. Um, they wanted people to play it. If you play it free this week, actually, I think the week's over by now. It's If you had played it last week, apparently, while it was free, you just got to keep the game. Yeah. That could still be going on on Monday. Who knows? Um, Real quick, I went ahead and downloaded Quake because you know I like free things. I saw you um, playing it. And I don't know, how did you see I was playing it? Discord. Discord oh, watches you. Oh, 
Yeah, I forgot like, about that. Nice. Your um, name playing. So, I don't I'm know. I'm actually if... in your house. I just like to watch you play <laughs> Fair enough. It happens. I don't know if my computer is having some problems or if it was doing something or if that game is just not optimized, but it took a really long time to get it loaded up and ready to go. I don't know what that was about. Um, and then I just did the tutorial. And once I got in there, I was like, this feels almost exactly like the Doom multiplayer, um, which was fine. It was OK. It was kind of fun. I was pretty super much into it. I couldn't get a controller to work with it. So I had to do keyboard and mouse and I wasn't having a good time. So I didn't play very much <laughs> and I stopped. Um, but it was just so frantic, like I could never see where the enemy was. And I was like, Aw. but anyway, are you done with Quake? I was just, yeah, I'm done now. I'm going to go to Elder Scrolls Online real Well, fast. no, we're not. We're going to back up and we're going to talk about Doom Eternal. Because in our predictions, whatever, what we wanted, I said I wanted a Doom 2. And we're getting Doom Eternal, which is a sequel to Doom. And it was just a little teaser about it. But it is, like, literally hell on Earth. So, like, you're going to be on Earth this time. But I guess hell has taken over and it's a horrifying landscape uh there's new monsters and that's about it they didn't talk very much about it so but i was really excited it looks for really it. cool it looks cool yeah yeah okay right. now i'm done all right S somewhere in this conference elder scrolls online gate came out and he was like just kind of like oh hey like this is how many players we have we just released somerset and like pausing for a minute to talk about the Tesla. i like that they like give these spotlights to the games they've already had come out mm -hmm. and like they kind of like you know give them their moment to like talk about their games like it's really nice that they do that um they announced that there'll be a werewolf focused update coming soon and as i just started playing elder scrolls online i love werewolves i'm excited um so yeah and then we got into i believe prey and all their dlcs that are coming uh, so they announced that there's like a bunch of new modes coming for Prey. They had a kind of cool little funny trailer where like two people were sitting at desk and they were talking, and then the thing behind them turned into a mimic, which is like this really little black funny. creature. Uh, I thought it was really funny, and then they were in the yeah, like on stage. So like they announced. Uh, so there's going there's a roguelike um, update coming where you can play through multiple like you play through the story but every time you die you restart oh and like yeah. yeah yeah there's a asymmetrical multiplayer update coming mm -hmm. and it's where one person is like it's like hide and go seek where five people are mimics and can turn into different objects and one person is like hunting for them so oh, i thought it I was think the this... reverse i thought it was a bunch of people in one mimic but i might have not have been paying attention no i think it was one okay. person it's like yeah um i think it sounds like a cool mode like it sounds like something fun if i could get prey for the cheap and because these are all like most of these dlcs are actually out now the only one that's yeah. not is the roguelike expansion um if they announce a new game plus i think as well maybe and there's the dlc um, yeah. called moon crash which is i think a new story yes that's like a new story for yeah. uh so that's cool and I will say, so the... when they cut their gameplay trailer, they made that game look super exciting. Because when I played it, it was pretty slow and not super exciting. So they did a good job with that trailer, making it look fun. <laughs> I never played Prey, and so I'm like interested in it, kind of. I kind of want to go check it out. 
Kyle from the Whatnots loves Prey. So. Yeah, so and he was really excited for all this update stuff. Yeah. He's like, oh yeah, hell yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So good on Bethesda for like, you know, updating their older games and stuff. I think next we had Wolfenstein 2. A lot of cool announcements for that. So they have a DLC coming. And it's a multiplayer where you play as the twin daughters of BJ. Yes. And I forget his wife's name off the top of my head. I think it's like Allison or something. I don't know. I, I think it starts with an A. I know it's like Anya, an A. I, think, no, I don't know. No, doesn't matter. Doesn't Anya? Matter. No, no. Anya, it's, Anya it's sounds Anya? right. I don't know. Okay. Um. So yeah, you'll play as their twin daughters and it's a co-op adventure. Pretty cool. It looks really cool. I was excited yeah. about this one. Um, and then they have uh, and the VR just, mode. Oh, oh go for it. I was just going to say, so this Wolfenstein Youngblood is where you play as the twins. And it is not a DLC. It is a separate standalone thing, I think. Oh, okay. Kind of like Uncharted Lost Legacy was its own thing. I think this is a separate standalone thing. Yeah. Because I was really excited. Because I already... I like... What? I said Wolfenstein 1 had something similar to this, oh. where like Wolfenstein 1 was out and then they had a different one called like The Old Blood, maybe? Yes. So maybe they're yeah. working on that. Because I already sold my copy of Wolfenstein 2, because I was like, I'm never going to play this again. Um, so I'm glad it's not DLC. So That's good. Yeah. yeah. So good. Um, also, also, throughout E3, there were a lot of F-bombs dropped, which, I mean, I guess isn't surprising, because, you know, it's all adults, but like, Every time someone would say fuck, I would be like, oh. And like multiple oh, yeah. times in the Bethesda conference, they would talk about like beating the fuck out of Nazis. So yeah. I was entertained by that. Well, yeah. When they announced the VR mode, which is called Cyberhack, I think, mm-hmm. um, it's you're a hacker and you're hacking into the robot machine, robot machines, or about like, uh, I think it's animals, right? Because there's like a giant robot dog. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you can use them to go kill Nazis. And then he said, and like the dude turned and was like, because fuck Nazis. And just really, really funny. Um, that's cool. Like I've heard kind of mixed things on Bethesda's VR stuff. So, and I don't have VR, so I'll never get to play this probably. Um, but it could be cool. So, yeah. All right. And I think after that, Pete Hines kind of came out. And then he brought out Todd Howard. Yes, and I yes. love Todd Howard, you guys. Todd Howard Todd funny. is my MVP of E3 because he was really funny. So He made all kinds of jokes. Out, yeah, making all these jokes. Um, and you think he's going to like show off some Fallout stuff, but no, he first shows off Skyrim, the very special edition. <laughs> and a very funny uh, trailer plays with uh, Key from Key and Peele. And it's Skyrim for Alexa. And so Alexa is telling you what's going on, and you have to yell at Alexa like, cast Fireball, drink a health potion. Um, I think my favorite part was that was, he's like, he's like, take a health potion. And Alexa's like, you are out of health potions. And he's like, how much cheese, cheese wheels do I have? And she's like, she's like, 770 and he's like i eat all the cheese and the wife comes in and goes remember what the doctor said about uh your lactose problem and he's like yeah you're right you're right and the wife leaves and he goes he's like whispering to alexa i eat all the cheese all of it um it was fantastic it was then so they show funny. skyrim on the etch-a-sketch <laughs> 
and Skyrim on the LG uh, little screen on your refrigerator. <laughs> um, just very funny. Like, they're poking fun of themselves because everyone's always like, oh, my God, they bring Skyrim to everything. Skyrim got remastered. Skyrim brought got brought to Nintendo Switch. It's just, it's pretty funny. It was so funny. That night, I was like, okay, this is like the star of E3 because this joke trailer is just hilarious. Then I woke up the next morning and I saw a Polygon article and they're like, oh yeah, so we played Skyrim with our Alexa. Here's how it went. And I'm like, holy shit, this is a real thing? <laughs> I saw that trailer and I thought it was just a fake for fun thing. But no, it is real. Let me tell you, I've played some Skyrim on my Alexa on my phone. Um, it's fun. It's really funny. She's like, it starts off and she's like, this is a procedurally generated adventure where you will encounter procedurally generated enemies and fight with blah, blah, blah. And it was just like so funny. Uh, it doesn't save your progress. Um, but like, yeah, you can, you'll basically, you're like, you come to a crossroads, you make a decision which way to go. You go that way. You either get a quest or you run into an enemy and then you can fight the enemy or go on. And so like, almost like every time you, you use like, I'll use a weapon and then after the fight it'll be like your fighting with this weapon is leveled up to level two or like i'll cast a spell and it'll be like your, your spell has gone up to level two and you have something where you can use shout which i don't know if that's something from skyrim where you just like yell at yeah. things which is pretty cool i was over at my friend daniel and holly's and me and holly were playing it and we were just like constantly wanted to use shout um but it's pretty fun it uh my phone i think has some issues because like i'd be playing and then it would just like stop in the middle of it like it'd go to sleep or something like i don't know it was it was not fun but uh but it's really cool that they have it and that it's a real thing so i suggest everybody go check that out important fact you open your amazon app you hit the button for alexa and you have to say alexa open skyrim if you say play skyrim she will play the theme song from skyrim it took me a while to figure out why this wasn't working so open skyrim um so after that, after he's, you know, he makes some jokes, I, I spoke in front of himself. Um, they showed the trailer for Fallout 76 again, which they showed up the Microsoft's conference, by the way. We kind of skipped over that. I guess. Uh, which is very shocking to me. I was like, oh, figured you would just save this for Bethesda's conference, but okay. Um, earlier you called out that one of the trailers had the best song, and I'm going to tell you you're dead wrong, because Take Me Home, West Virginia is a fucking classic it's a very good song. i love this song very but it's good. not it gonna make really you cry fyi so yeah uh trailer plays for fall 76 they kind of just kind of showing you like walking through the world uh clearly you're in west virginia um they talk about how this is four times the size of fallout 4 it's gonna have the building mechanic and all that and then some bombshells start getting dropped it's an online survival game I was not expecting this. I had read like it's gonna be multiplayer. I was like, oh, you just do co-op, whatever. Online survival. There'd been rumors about this. You just hadn't been paying attention. Me and Eric both no, were the like, rumors no, rumors were there multiplayer. I don't know. I was not surprised when they said survival. I was I like, was no, I've, I've heard blown that. Away. So. I was pretty much like, this is like MMO fucking Fallout. What the hell? <laughs> um, so yeah, like you're gonna be playing online and. I, I believe Todd Howard referred to it as softcore survival, 
which when I heard that, I was like, oh, maybe that's better for me because I'm not, you know, I'm not super into survival. But if like it's nice and easy, like kind of, you know, because you don't lose your progress or any of your items when you die, which is nice. So. So you, uh, they kind of show a trailer and you're kind of just walking around. Like you can see you got three buddies with you. I assume they're kind of limiting the parties to four because that's everything they showed. Um, there seems like there is some PVP because you spawned in out of the vault, vault 76, and some guy started shooting at me. Or I you think, in the game, I mean. I think if this was the gameplay, I remember one of them had someone named Cody playing, and I was like, oh, let's Yeah, and I play. was like, hey. <laughs> that was cool. I called it out on the Discord server. I was like, hey, I'm in this game. Fuck yeah. <laughs> um, they showed how you're going to be building your houses. There's like a little Porta thing you carry around with you. So if you. I assume the way this game is going to work is pretty much like, so you get, get with a group of friends, you are building a base, but then let's say some assholes move in next to you and you're like, well, we don't want to be here anymore. You hit the button, you bring your little port base with you, you go somewhere else. So pretty much. Uh, they showed you kind of fighting different kind of monsters. There was a giant zombie sloth with mushrooms growing off of him, <laughs> a giant like bat. There's a photo mode because after you kill the giant bat, they all took a picture next to it. I mean, they were um, really neat-looking monsters. That was definitely cool. Yeah. And so, like, everything they showed, I'm like, it was pretty cool. Like, yeah, like, okay, some level of PvP, whatever. Um, and then they started talking about nuclear codes, and you're like, what's happening? Then they showed you that if you went and raided these kind of special areas with your friends, you could all get some codes, and then you could launch a nuke on some random people if you wanted to. And I was like, oh... That seems like it'll get abused and be yeah. awful. Whatever. Yeah. Um, we have to wait and see. They are doing a beta test. They announced they're going to be running some betas because they understand that like these online games are hard to run sometimes. So their beta stands for Break It Early Test Application, which I thought was fun. What is not yeah. fun, what I have found so far is you have to pre-order the game to get into the beta. It will not be an open beta. Which oh, I that think sucks because I don't think I want to buy this game, certainly without not without playing it first. Yeah, um, no. So that's disappointing. Um. Oh, also, we should mention they announced the collector's edition, and you get a power armor helmet, which is cool. <laughs> it's pretty cool. Um, I think this looks interesting. I I'm now very sad because I wanted to try one of the betas first. Mm -hmm. Here's my issue. Uh, so as they announced. Uh, Fallout 4 is on Games Pass, so I downloaded it, gave it a nice old hold, college hold, try. I think you just Don't said Games it. Pass. It's Game, Game Pass. Game Pass. Okay. I gave it to a college try and didn't like it. Didn't like not it? Not at all. That was not fun. Um, and I was reading some stuff and like, Fallout games are not known for their shooters. So I don't understand the point of this game then. <laughs> <laughs> everything they showed me was me shooting shit so i'm so confused um that's unfortunate so after this they announced fallout shelter is coming to it came to switch it's out now you today. can buy it free um yeah, one of those today things um they followed it up with wait, Elder. Oh, wait, wait. Let's, let's go ahead and real quick let's talk about fallout shelter because I didn't know what this was, but again, I'm real excited about free things that are out right now. So I was like, okay, I'm going to get it. So I downloaded it on my Switch, and Megs was like, this is like Stardew Valley, but with a Fallout shelter. And I was like, huh, okay. So you get it, and like you have a shelter. Why are you jiggling the camera? Stop that. Um, Sorry. I 
was trying to get a thing to go away. <laughs> um, so you build these different rooms and you have like a power generator room that makes power and then like a water room that makes water. And then you have the diner room that makes food for people. And then you have to sign people in rooms to work and they're just working in there. And then you're gathering resources and then you're supposed to put like a man and a woman in the living quarters and they're going to make a baby. Never fucking made a baby for me. I left him in there for a while. I was very disappointed. Um, well, now hold on. So if you put two men and two women in a room, do they fuck as well? Because if I, not, what the fuck, Bethesda? I don't know. I don't know. I just, well, nobody ever made a baby. So I don't know how long you have to leave them in there if, like, they weren't compatible. Maybe the maybe yeah, they wanted some same-sex coupling. I don't know. Um, so do you watch them make the baby? Well, they never did anything. They just stood around. So I don't know. Maybe they knew you were watching. Maybe they needed some privacy. Show. Yeah. Regardless, the whole point of this game is just to like build your resources and then like build more rooms and I guess make babies or get more people in your base. And I got real bored with it pretty fast. Um, so it's not for me. I understand the kind of point of bringing this game to Switch. I kind of fear that we're moving into this path because Pokemon Quest did the same thing with that. Mobile games are more and more often coming to Switch. And I kind of fear where we're going with that. Because I don't really want a Candy Crush on my Switch. Oh, I, I'd I don't be want... right with a Candy Crush on okay. my Switch. <laughs> I know some people would be. But, like, uh, you know, it's kind of kind of fearful of that. Um, still, pretty cool that they did it. You know, they, did, they didn't have to, but they chose to. So that's cool. I mean, I um, think it's... You're going to have your Nintendo games that are, like, your true, good, Switch-hardy games... But, I mean, if they want to have the easy little mobile games, too, I mean, if you'd rather have it on a Switch screen than your phone, what's the harm? Yeah. Something for everybody. It's fine. You don't have to play them. As long as they keep making all the other stuff, which I'm sure they will. So. Yeah. Um, so, after this, he talked about how when they were making Fallout Shelter, they also had another idea, but they just couldn't do it yet. And he announced Elder Scroll Blades will be coming soon. You can sign, go to ElderScrollBlades.com. Sign up for the uh, early access. Um, it is a first person. Uh, they kind of made it sound like it's a roguelike, but there's also some other qualities to it. Um, Elder Scrolls game where you're going through and uh, you have procedurally generated dungeons you're going through, different monsters and stuff. There's also an arena where you can fight 1v1 against other players. And then there's a town, which is similar to Fallout Shelter, but not kind of top down. It's actually like you walk to people in the town and like tell them what to do. Um, so yeah, it seems kind of cool. Um, apparently it's really important that it can be held played in this mode, portrait whatever mode? portrait oh, mode. Portrait mode. That, so was a, this, that was a very big thing. This was very funny. Cause Todd Howard, like I said, he's a real funny guy. So he's talking about this and he's like, yeah, so you can hold it portrait mode because like, you know, if you're in a meeting at work, if you're holding it horizontal, people know you're up to something. But if you're holding it vertical, it just looks like you're working on something. And also, you never know when you need a free hand. And there was this pause. He's like, to hold your coffee? What are you, what are you degenerates? What are you thinking? And I was just like, oh my <laughs> god, that was so funny. He made a dirty joke, and I liked it. Um, uh, so that was fun. What are your, so what are your opinions on Elder Scroll Blades? Do you think you're going to give it a try? No, I don't care about that at all. 
<laughs> okay, well then. <laughs> I played Elder Scrolls and was like, meh. So I definitely don't want to play something that involved on my phone. Um, I think it could be interesting. Your battery's just going to go in the crapper right away. Yeah, good point. Um, I don't really know how I feel about like I like mobile games for the most part. Like, you know, I've played Pokemon Go, played Power and Dragon Sleep, but I just don't think I'm that big of a mobile gamer. Mm -hmm. Now, this came to Switch. I think I'd give it a shot. It seems like the perfect game for Switch. Yeah. Like, you're gonna, I was going to say, you're not going to get a full on Elder Scroll games, but we've got Skyrim on Switch, so never mind. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's cool. It's if for the people that want it. Um, well, and there are, so yeah, there are people who don't have consoles, who don't have access to play yeah. games the way that we do. So mobile is the only way they can access it. So, you know, that's great for them. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, good for those people. Uh, so after this, you kind of thought Bethesda's going to end it talking about a mobile game. What a weird thing to do. But nope. Todd Howard, like the saint he is, teases us with two games. Um... Funny enough, you mentioned that the next game is a next-generation game. So we have our first confirmed next-gen game. They show a quick little teaser of, like, uh, you leaving Earth. And they show a space station. And then the title appeared called Starfield, which has been their rumored space RPG they've been working on for a very long time. So that's pretty cool. Um, obviously, we didn't see anything about it. Yeah. We just don't want to be in space. So that's kind of cool. Um, and so you're like, all right, cool. That's the conference, right? Nope. One more thing. And I think he made mention that it's Older Scrolls. Maybe not. I don't remember. And then they showed a trailer and you're kind of like, there's they're showing like a sweeping horizon and there's a town coming into view and then the title card pops up. Elder Scrolls 6. And I had this muted because I was like, I want to know what this is. But from what I've been told, our friend Byron was in the Discord chat and lost his fucking mind. So... <laughs> <laughs> very exciting times for the Elder Scrolls people. I think the fact that they mentioned that Starfield is next gen and then followed it with Elder yeah. Scrolls 6 means that's also next gen. Yeah. So that's not too shocking. You know, they got Elder Scrolls online. That'll keep people happy for a while. So yeah. I think overall, Bethesda had a pretty cool conference. Like it started slow and then it ramped up at the end. Like, you know, we got Fallout 76, Starfield, Elder Scrolls, yeah. Eternal. Like, a lot of cool stuff announced there. What did you say? The what? Doom oh, Eternal? Doom Eternal. Okay. I thought you said paternal, Which... and I was like, what? Yeah, you know, where something? you become a father in the, uh, <laughs> oh, God, no. the Doom okay. universe. All right. <laughs> so next up, we had the Square Enix concert, uh, con conference. I can't talk. I almost said concert, because everyone's so a musical act nowadays. Yeah. Um, I unfortunately missed this one, and then as I was, re like, doing research on it nothing interests me so sam take it away what were you interested in for the square conference um well they showed the awesome adventures of captain spirit again which we already talked about um they showed something called babylon's fall which they didn't show very much of it most of it was just like screens that like looked like ancient historical drawings maps different things there there were little text things but it was hard to pay attention this is one where I was at work, and so I was kind of just halfway watching it. Although I did go back and watch it later. Um, but there's this... It cuts to, like, these two big guys in really big, like, knight armor. Um, and this one guy had this real weird, like, mask. He looked cool, and he has this big sword, and he's about to attack the other one. But then this other one has these, like, f long filaments coming out of a weapon. And he, like, 
kind of flings it and they go and they like engulf this guy or like cut him in half or something. It looked pretty cool, but there was just very little to it. So I have no idea what to make of this game, uh, but it's from Platinum who made Near Automata or Automata, however you want to say it. I don't know how I say it, um, but I like that game a lot. And this one looked cool just from what I saw. So I'm interested to see more of that in the future. Um, then there was a trailer for Dragon Quest, which I've heard Dragon Quest before, but I never really knew what it was. And it was kind of like a cartoony looking adventure um, with magic, like magical swords, different things, fighting dragons. And it just looked fun and kind of frisky. So it was all, it seemed to be mostly all cinematic. I don't know that any of that was like actual gameplay. So I don't know what the gameplay would actually be like if it's like, real-time fighting or if it's like turn-based or what it might be um turn-based okay so they didn't show anything about that at all but it looked fun it would be worth looking into perhaps probably not full price but we'll see yeah. and then the other one that i was interested in was a game called the quiet man which it was another very brief trailer but i'm not sure what's happening with this game if it's going to have actual live action scenes as well as like some cg scenes like i don't know if it goes from a cut that's actual live action to gameplay that's you know cgi um but it appears that this guy perhaps is deaf and he goes to a dark alley and like kicks some guys butts um and that's really all you see you don't see much from that trailer but it was enough to be intriguing so I'll be interested to see more of that. But those are the only parts that stood out for me for Square Enix. So, Yeah, um, I was reading some stuff on The Quiet Man because that seemed like the only thing that semi-interests me from this conference. Um, and yeah, you do play as a deaf person and everyone seems to agree that it'll be mixing live action and video game stuff. So cool. Like Maybe the cinematics in the game will be live action and you kind of cut into a video game kind of looking world and the the video game graphics part of it looked very good so it seemed like to flow very well so i think that would be okay and i mean i'm interested in i like live action stuff because there's a game called uh late shift or night shift i don't remember but it's all live action and like it's like a telltale game you see a scene and then you'll have an option to choose one thing or another and then you see another scene so it was pretty cool so i'm down with that Okay. Also, I'm sure right. I'm sure Shadow of the Tomb Raider was on this one as well, but we talked about it in Xbox. So, uh, moving on, we get to the Ubisoft conference. It was the middle of the day. Oh my God, um, Ubisoft! This one started as they always seem to start it with some Just Dance, <laughs> and there was a panda, and it was pretty cool. It was fantastic. This is another one. I was at work. I'm like what the fuck is even happening? There's this panda <laughs> in the street. He's got like a, like he's the major for the parade. Um, and yeah. he's like leading people and he's dancing and it's just so frisky and fun. And then it's like a, it's like a previously filmed thing. They're outside doing stuff, but then, you know, it transitions seamlessly to inside the studio and him and his dancer buddies and the band 
uh, like a marching band, are in the studio and they walk down the aisle and go up to the stage and they dance some more. And like, because I didn't understand that it was just dance at first. I just thought they were doing like a real weird intro. And I was like, okay, this is cool. But I think it makes sense that it's just dance. And like the way they did it was a lot of fun. So I highly approve of that. Uh, yeah, it was uh, pretty cool. I feel like they always kind of do like a cool little dance number for Just Dance. And that game sells for them. So really cool. Um I think the last Just Dance game I played was on the Wii, and me and my niece used to play the hell out of that game. So I don't know that and I've ever played Switch, one. So pretty fun. Like, <laughs> yeah. you know, I'm terrible at dancing, so them showing me how to dance is really nice. <laughs> I think there's a free uh, demo for one of the Just Dances that I have downloaded, but I still never tried. Uh, so for this conference, I really did skip around a lot. I just kind of like wrote down what I was intrigued in. So okay. I believe what happened next was they brought out the rabbits game but i could be wrong no no so next or at least just go for it what came next in mind was they showed the beyond good and evil 2 uh trailer oh no you didn't care for that i just don't care about that game at all um which i'm sure people were like cody's blasphemy but like i just don't i don't like the idea that we're crowdfunding this game i don't like that we're reaching out for people from the crowd like no you are ubisoft you have multi-millions of dollars to develop a game not for me not a fan of that uh concept at all <laughs> so go okay. talk about me all talk, right talk about what you like. that's fine i think it looks fucking awesome so you're in space um you're playing i don't know if you're playing as this lady pilot um but there's the pig who's the chef i guess from the first game i played a little bit of the first game but it's like it was too old for me by the time i played it um but i think the pig is from the first game is what i heard people are excited about that um you're on a big ship or place no it's a big ship um and I think the captain lady has been out like on patrol. She's like, oh shit, something's coming. And so you see one of those scenes where you've got your your ship that you think is your big ship here. And then you see like a ginormous ship come looming over it, which is always exciting. And so it kind of like takes the ship hostage and it opens up and this lady comes out. And it's Jade from the first game, which we've been told that this game was going to be a prequel and so, like, we don't know why Jade's in it and why she's looking like a bad guy, like a fucking badass bad guy, too. Um, and then I think they destroy your ship. But it looks pretty awesome. Don't know what's going on with it, but I'm I'm excited for it. Because, hey, why not? Okay. Cody doesn't care. Okay. Then. Meh. Then. So, you hear this noise and the back of the studio, some guy comes driving in on a motorcycle. Because why the fuck not? Um, so this guy comes up. He's wearing a Trials um, jumpsuit, I guess. And he's really funny. I forgot his name. I tried to go find it. I couldn't find it. But he's, like, I think the director for Trials Rising. And yeah. he says also he's the self-proclaimed prime minister of Finland. Um, so he goes and he gets on stage and he trips and he breaks the podium and the TV that was on it, which is really funny. I'm sure it was planned, but it was really funny. And he talks about Trials Rising and then they have a trailer for it. And I didn't know what Trials was. Apparently you're on like mo little motorcycle, like motocross bikes. 
And I guess it's like maybe racing, but also just like doing fun stunts. And like it's a platformer where you traverse through different areas doing tricks. Yeah. It's like a racing game where I think you can have up to six people. This is in the Trials Fusion game three on PS Plus right now. Um, and it's generally a race. And like there's usually like really complicated like platforming to do. Like sometimes the ramp looks like the right ramp to go on, but actually you need to like angle yourself underneath the ramp to get through you know just kind of there's different like create not not creator um fan-made tracks that are really cool to play so that's kind of what the hook of trials is and i watched it again to make sure and one of the quotes was crashing with style and getting up again and then they had like this little montage of all these spectacular crashes that was really cool um so it looks like it'd be really fun game i'm probably gonna be horrible at it but like cody said i'm really excited because trials fusion was one of the free ps plus games this month so i want to download that and try it and see what it's like because i mean it looks like it'd be fun like we should have a community game night with that because that'd be a lot of fun um Oh, and I had Next Division 2. Okay. Okay. Do you want to talk about that? Yeah, so they kind of just dove back into Division 2, talked about how they were fixing stuff from the first game, uh, how they're introducing... After you hit the level cap, the complaint for Division 1 was when you hit the level cap, there's nothing to do. So now you have specializations. There's three of them. There's Survivalist, Demolitionist, and Sharpshooter. Each one comes with a special weapon. Each one comes with special abilities you can use. Um, it kind of gives you something to like complete after you've hit level 30. Um, they talked about how they've kind of taken away all the bullet sponges. Like, if there is a bullet sponge, it's because they're armored. They're in, like, a giant, like, SWAT gear outfit. Uh, they talked about how there are going to be eight-player raids because people have been dying for it. So that's really cool. I think it's a lot of fun. I think the, the way he worded it was up to eight, so it makes it sound like you don't have to have eight. That'd be good. But you know, if you've got a squad of eight people, cool, you can all go in. It makes it probably a little easier, I imagine. And then they talked about how the first year of DLC is all free. Oh, yeah. And I was like, damn, they're going all in. Yeah. Which I think is really cool. Um, I'm excited for this game. Like, it comes out March 15th, I believe. Is it March 15th or March 9th? I think it's March 15th. Um, so, like, it's kind of in a perfect time for me. No other game has been announced for that time right now that I'm like, yeah, I really want to go get that. So I'm excited to hop into that with like, you know, you, our friend Eric from Discord's excited for it. I'm sure Aleandro and other people will be getting it. So I'm all in for Division 2. Seems really cool. Um, so this is one also, I was watching this at work. I should not have been. I know I'm so what I was doing is I had my headphones on, I was just listening to it, and then if something sounded cool, I'd look over my phone and, like, see what was going on. But I wasn't always watching. Um, but I'd had I'd been away from my desk for something, and I came back in the middle of this trailer, and I had to go in Discord and be like, what is this? And they're like, Division 2. Um, but the cinematic trailer for this one was so good, and I got, like, hooked in, and I'm, like, just sitting there staring at my phone. And then this lady from accounting comes over, she's like, um, hey! And I'm like, oh, shit get caught watching stuff at work so i felt bad about that um but it was fine uh so yeah but that the cinematic trailer for this one was really good because it was like a really emotional one because it starts out with this girl who's like folding a little paper airplane she's oh, like, yeah, yeah. and then she like launches the airplane and you kind of like see all this horrible stuff that's happening like the people who are 
tyrants who are taking other people and killing them and doing all this and then it ends like the you go back to the plane and you see it like land in a field and this guy picks it up and he unfolds it and it says help on it and it's like the division team has picked it up and they're heading into the city so it was like oh it's really good so i'm excited for that i played a little bit of the division on xbox since it's on game pass right now um, I played some on PS4 on the free trial, and I remember liking it better when I played it on PS4. I had a lot of trouble with it last night, and I don't know if it's just me, or if it's possible that the Xbox controller just is not as good for me as the PS4 one is, because I feel like I just don't have very good control of the aim with my Xbox controller. I don't know. I was having serious issues, but I don't know. It'll be fine. It'll be better when we're together. So I also played, yeah, I, I played a little bit of Division One. I. I got to a point where I was like, okay, I definitely need to have other people with me mm-hmm. to continue. Um, I think I end up will probably getting it on PS4 because it's like ten dollars at GameStop, and they have like they're going to like start doing a thing where you complete certain missions and they give you stuff for Division Two when it comes oh. out. So I was like, kind of incentivizing yeah. me playing Division One. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm all in for this game. I think it's going to be really fun. Uh, I like Destiny in the space aspect, and I like Anthem for the, like, kind of, like, post-apocalyptic, not post-apocalyptic, like, apocalyptic world that's, like, not Earth, but I do want, like, a grounded, like, Earth setting, so I think this is that game for me. So, I'm pretty in. Um, so next I had the Donkey Kong expansion for rabbits, um, which I really liked this, what they did. So they brought the, uh, orchestra band, whoever, for, that I guess did the music for the game and they had the conductor and they had them do a live performance while they showed gameplay in the background. And it was really cool. I mean... It's a really fun game in general. I think the Donkey Kong expansion is going to be a lot of fun. And then just see these people like rocking out in front of it. Because like there were there was some like classical elements, but then also they were just hardcore rocking out. So it was fun to see. I liked that a lot. I think yeah, the band cool. is called Critical Hit. So, yes. Yes, it was good. Um, next I had Skull and Bones. Yeah, and... Um... I feel like they really changed how this game was supposed to be because I remember <laughs> you you were the ship originally, correct? And now you're you have a full on pirate crew and you're doing a bunch of stuff. So I feel like they changed this game a lot. What did you think about it? I was I was interested, but I didn't. I have Sea of Thieves, so I'm good. I wasn't excited about this one previously. The trailer was cool and exciting, but I'm still not interested in playing it, really, because, like, obviously I've got Sea of Thieves. If I want to play a pirate game, I can play that rather than paying for one. Um, But also, I'm just not into big ship battles. It was really cool in Assassin's Creed Origins when I had my ship battles, and I was like, wow, this is neat. But I don't think I'd want a full game of doing that. So... Also, I'm not very good at it. Like, maneuvering large items <laughs> fast just doesn't work out for me, so... Yeah. That's what she said. Um, <laughs> that was a good one. So, yeah. Skull and Bones, not for us. Yeah. Um, next up, I had Transference. Uh, this is the Elijah Wood game that I did not understand what was happening. So, did you have anything for it? 
Nope. Cool. I, on to the next thing. I, I sometimes I like like weird psychological things. Um, yeah. I just I don't know enough of what's going on with this. It's got horror elements, so it could be interesting. It's like I think it's mostly like made for a VR experience, but I think yeah. you can play it on like PS4 just regular. But I don't know if it loses some of like what it's meant to be if you don't do it in VR. But it's just weird. I'd have to see more before I make a decision on that. So. Yeah, I was just very like lost during it. I was yeah. like, I don't really know what they want from this. So it's weird. Yeah. Um, next was Starlink Battle for Atlas. Okay. Yeah. So this is the Toys to Life uh, game set in space. Um, from everything I understand is you have a little pedestal, you put a ship on it, there are different ships, that's what ship you play as. Go Do for it. you have to have these toys in order to play it? From what I understand, yes, it's then a this toy is a total game. nope for me. <laughs> Fuck that. Yeah. Fuck it's that. It's not for me. I'm not into the toys of life thing. I collect Funko Pops, so I don't got enough room for any other toys. Mm -hmm. I will say the really cool thing is that they're doing a partnership with Nintendo. They had the really cool intro to Star Fox. I think it's cool. Star Fox deserves something. He's kind of like the last Star Fox game was not very good for the Wii U. So good for Star Fox. They brought me a moto on and gave him a replica toy of the ship, <laughs> which is really cool. Like this dude's like an idol to a lot of like video game developers. And so that was really cool. I will yeah, say the game looked cool. Like I was kind of excited about yeah. it. Like this would be a fun like sci-fi space, flying around, shooting stuff. I'd like to try it maybe, but I'm not gonna get into that racket where you have to like buy all the little things. Cause no, yeah, I don't. Mm -mm. That pisses. Me I do off. wonder, like maybe we're wrong. Maybe you don't need the toys, maybe. but like I just don't. I, toys to life is really died at this point like disney infinity's gone lego dimensions is gone i don't even think skylanders is coming out anymore so people like digital they don't like to have to have things yeah like some like, people like to collect i could be wrong i was under the impression everything i read was you had to have these toys but if it's not cool i still don't know if there's a market for this who knows it's fine it's, fine. it's not for us it's fine and okay. it's for nintendo switch only i believe i don't know I think it's just. I think I it's think just for multiple Switch. ones because I did see them putting Maybe the toys the Star on Fox it. Thing no, is... wait. Star Fox is for Switch only, but it's going to be okay. the game will be on other platforms. So yeah. Okay. 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 Yeah. All right. All right. Next, Next up, up is the For Honor yeah. DLC. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Um, I used to play a shit ton of For Honor, so this is really cool. They kind of talked about like what they're doing for the game, and they went into the new DLC. It's called the Marching Fire. It is introducing a new faction. Um, I think it's the, I'm going to butcher this, the Wu Lin Dynasty. Um, and it kind there's four classes in this one. Um, there was like a kind of big, there's always a big beefy character. He has like a two-handed staff and a sword at the end. It's kind of based on different Chinese empires from what they kind of describe it as. Trailer for it, super fucking sick. I was like, so damn, good. this is pretty cool. Yes. I was like, this is a pretty cool fucking trailer. Um, I think it's really interesting. The game is on sale right now. The Deluxe Edition is on sale right now for $17 oh, wow. on PS Plus. And I'm like, I should just buy it because I like I like this game. It's you been a while, that though. Game. I don't know why you sold it. it. It blew me when you... 
that's not what I meant. It blew my mind when you sold that game because I knew how much you liked it. I couldn't understand that. Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm debating it right now. I think I'm going to go back because I do like that game a lot. And they've had a dedicated servers. The reason I sold it was because there was no dedicated servers. I was tired of my games being dropped yeah. when I'm like about to win. So I think I'm going to go back to it. I think I'm going to bite the bullet and do it. Fun thing for Honor... The starter edition is free on PC. I don't know if that's a timed thing oh. or if it was just during E3 or if it's like... Um... I think it said till July 1st. Don't quote okay. me on that. Yeah. But that's I think I saw a July 1st like cutoff. But yeah, it's free on PC right now. Um, and like you can earn any character. Like there's like bonus characters they released. You can earn all those just by playing the game and accumulating. It's called Steel. You just buy them with Steel. So... Yeah. yeah you just no real microtransactions or anything well and i played this when they had an open beta um and I, it was just the yeah. multiplayer and it was you know it wasn't really for me but they've got the campaign so i'm thinking i might go back and play the campaign on the pc since it's free and i got it so yeah and like it really cool. plays really good on the pc with yeah. a controller so yeah um and i campaign's pretty good i liked it a lot um yeah. it's one of the only campaigns i've ever gone back and played the hardest difficulty of just because someone was like, this is the toughest difficulty I've ever played. And I was like, whatever. <laughs> and I just killed it. I was like, whatever. That's awesome. Um, so after this, I have Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Mm -hmm. So this got leaked. And I was kind of like, all right. Like, I wasn't really into Assassin's Creed Origins. Thought it was cool, whatever. Oh, God. This may be my most like anticipated <laughs> game. Wow. I love Greek, Roman, Spartan shit like so fucking much. So they come on stage and they talk about how you can pick your gender in this game. You can either play as Alexios, Alex, Alexios. I don't remember. I, I, I don't know how you pronounce it. I know it's Alex, it's Alex and then iOS. Okay. So I don't know if it's Alexios. Yeah. I don't know. Or Cassandra. Um, the big like update to this game is that you have dialogue options so you can like choose what you say to people um there's romances and you can romance whoever the fuck you like like that's um, awesome that's so exciting so the story is you are the grandchild of leonidas um and like i love 300 one of my favorite fucking movies so i was like i'm fucking in fun fact right where i'm pointing that blue a uh, piece of art back there that's leonidas from 300 so yeah oh. yeah and so they in the game they give you the end of a spear and you kind of use it like a sword and it seems to have magical qualities and like this game looks so good like the trailer they showed i was like oh my fuck i have goosebumps and i know you're always like you always get goosebumps cody <laughs> i had the goosebumps on top of the goosebumps i, I was so pumped for this game um then they showed, like, at the very end of the trailer, your character standing up, and then a minotaur stood up in front of you, and I just lost my shit. I was like, oh my god! Like, I was jumping <laughs> for joy. I'm gonna kill me a fucking minotaur so fucking much. Hey, what I'm if just you just really confirmed it instead? What if, you, what if I got to cut its head off and wear it as a hat? I'm off screen picking up my notebook again, sorry. <laughs> he got um, so excited he dropped his notebook. Yeah, and, like, I'm excited to see what they do with the Greek mythology. I'm excited... They had fucking Socrates, and he's giving you shit for killing people? Like, this game just looks so good. Like, I'm so excited. 
not in a million years I think I'd be so pumped for an Assassin's Creed yeah. game, but I fucking am. Yeah. Like, what, what did you think of everything? Okay, so this is again. Don't bring I'm me down, Sam. I'm still Don't bring me work. down. I'm pumped. I'm still at work, right? So I'm listening to this, and they have the cinematic trailer, and I'm like, son of a fucking bitch. I was not going to get excited about Assassin's Creed Odyssey, but this sounds fucking amazing. Just based on that, I'm like, oh my god, like, hold me back, so I'm going to have to buy this now. Um, but then I kind of got tamped back down a little bit, because, like, it showed kind of the gameplay, and I'm like, okay, this is... This is standard Assassin's Creed gameplay. You're going, you're doing the same things. It's fine. I get it. It's it's the same thing. It's just, you know, it's it's fine. Um, so it's like, I don't, I don't have to get it. I can do it again. I'll wait. I'll wait till it's on sale. I'll get it and I'll have some fun with it. It'll be fine. Um, I, I don't know. And then like, once I saw that you could play, you could pick your gender. I was like, God damn it. That was, like, the thing I said, like, if, if it makes me, like, where I can have a female character, that's going to be a real big tipping point, so that's really cool. Um, so I was like, oh, so I kind of keep going back and forth, and then once I saw the article later where it was like, you can romance people, you can romance people of the same gender, I was like, god damn it, I can make it gay, yes, I really need to get this game now. <laughs> So it's just like keeps pulling on me and I think I'm probably going to have to end up getting this. Um, but yeah, like when we talked about our predictions, I was like, no, I'm not excited about Assassin's Creed. But now it's like, God damn it. This game looks great. I think it's going to be really fun. I think I'm going to have to yeah. do it. So it sucked me in when I didn't want it to. So. There was a Kotaku article, I think, where they showed some of the dialogue options for Alexios. And he's talking to some general and like... <laughs> He's like, oh, he's like, oh, so you like to give orders? And the guy's like, yes, I'm a general. That is what I do. And he's all like, what would you order me to do? And he's like, probably hard labor. And he's like, and then like, so you can choose an item, an, uh, one of the things that says like, oh, so you like it rough. And like the dude gets all flustered and he's like, ah, oh, I see what you are doing, but I, my heart belongs to another and I am madly in love with her. And then Alexios is like, oh, okay. But I was just dying laughing at that. That's I was like, awesome. that's so fucking cool. I'm really excited for this game. Like, I think it's going to be really cool. I'm so excited to see what they do with everything. So, yeah. My opinion, I thought Ubisoft had the best conference. Um, I like a conference where they show a trailer, show some gameplay, mm -hmm. and then someone comes out and explains to me what I just saw and they talk mm -hmm. to me. Um, I think Microsoft did that somewhat. So I did like when Microsoft did it, but like Ubisoft did it after every game pretty much. So I like that a lot. I think Ubisoft had the best presentation. I think what they did mm -hmm. was really well and like showed their personality and had a lot of fun with it and pulled it off the way some other things tried to do that maybe and didn't succeed as well. Um, but I mean, my, my heart belongs to another and we'll get to that later. So. All right. So later that uh, maybe night, maybe we get to that right now. Yeah, right now. Um, <laughs> we had PlayStation's conference. I guess we'll get into a real heated debate about this one because I thought this fucking conference was garbage besides the gameplay. <laughs> um, so we started off, and Sean Layden is we're in a church, and he's talking to us, and he's like, "We're gonna take you on a journey," and he introduces the composer for Last of Us and Last of Us Part Two. He comes out and plays this banjo, and I'm like, okay. 
no Andrew WK, but okay. Whatever. Really cool banjo, I guess. I, I really... Oh, I liked the banjo music, but it went on for a really long time. It went on for so long. It was like so five long. fucking minutes later. I was, was like, like, okay, oh are we God. done yet? Like, like, what's happening? And then we transition into the trailer for The Last of Us Part Two, And it opens up and you're in the exact same church that people were sitting in. Makes sense. It makes sense. It was neat. A lot of, this is in, in our Discord chat. This is when we were all like, oh, are they just going to like... Because they're showing four big games here. Mm -hmm. And they're going to just take us from room to room and show us different things. And I was like, I do not want that. Just show me the gameplay. So trailer starts. Ellie is like leaning against the bar. You see she's got a cool half sleeve. I was like, fuck yeah, Ellie. Oh, um, real quick question. I was just one thing that I was thinking about. Like, does she have that half sleeve? Possibly, probably to cover up where she got bit. Do you think? Maybe. Cause that seems like I think that is the arm. Maybe, yeah. And I mean, um, you know, I don't know. I don't know if she's like out there with it or if she's just like, you know, wanting to cover it up and maybe that's why she has maybe. the sleeve. That'd be a cool thing they could explore. Yeah. Uh so we're in this church and there's like a dance happening. Mm -hmm. Uh a character walks up and is like talking to her about how I guess this is where it gets a little confusing because it seems like they're talking about the girl that Ellie will dance with in a minute. Mm-hmm. But I, it made no sense because well, no, I can I can explain to you what's going okay, on. Okay, okay, okay. I'll, Go. I'll tell you what's going on. Okay, so she's been looking at this girl dancing. who's having a good time with this guy. Whatever. Uh, so the guy, this other guy, comes up. He's like, whatever, talking. And Ellie says, you know, I give it about two weeks before you guys get back together. So obviously, this guy and the girl she's watching have been dating. And he says, oh, like, has she been asking about me? And she's like, make that one week. So they used to be together. Whatever. Um, girl gets done dancing, comes, grabs Ellie, brings her out for a slow dance. They're dancing. They're talking. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, the girl kisses Ellie. Um, so, A, it was really exciting to see two girls kissing on, like, the first presentation for Sony. It was just like this is great um but also like i'm like what why is she kissing ellie she was just dating this other guy it seems like this girl is kind of like a player and maybe she's toying with ellie's emotions and like so i get a little defensive about that and i'm like what's happening here because i don't think that she you know is in love with ellie like this is just seems like a fun spur of the moment thing for her like maybe she just likes to flirt with everybody i don't know i i always get protective of my protagonists and i don't want ellie to get hurt um so i don't know what's going on with that but i'm i'm still happy that we got to see a same-sex kiss so okay but the really cool thing was they're kissing, the camera pans around behind Ellie's head, and when it comes out the other side, major scene change. You are in the heat of combat. She has somebody, and she's stabbing him in the neck, straight up slaughtering him. It's very gruesome, very violent, and then it leads into this gameplay trailer. Go ahead. Um, so as you're transitioning, you get a close-up of the girl she's dancing with arm and she has a bracelet on oh. and then as we go to the scene where the she's cutting into this dude's neck you see ellie is wearing that bracelet oh, so some people believe that. their theory here that 
either they are now dating and she gave the bracelet as like a good luck charm, or that person's now dead oh, and shit. Ellie is wearing the charm. Yeah. Uh, I hope oh, it's the first oh, fucking, one. Oh, yeah, I hope so too. Um, <laughs> so yeah, she's stabbing into this dude's neck, and then she's like kind of creeping through the grass, um, and she sees one dude is kind of like hanging there, and then another dude who we assume is like a bad guy walks up and just guts this dude like. This is a brutal fucking trailer. Like, I was like, holy shit. Well, yes, but also the fact that he cut this guy's stomach, that's exactly what was going to happen in that previous trailer where it had that woman that was hung up. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They had that whole big thing. So I don't know what's going on with these people, you know, gutting people, but that's something that happens in the world in this game. Painful way to die, I guess. Yes, yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, So... I guess Ellie stepped on a branch or something, and they're like, "Oh, we heard, we heard something uh, spread out." And like, I thought so they Ellie... heard something else. Maybe I could have sworn it was like Ellie stepping on a branch. I don't know. Um, and so Ellie's like kind of sneaking around, and she's trying to kind of avoid these people. And then one of them runs into her after she uh, starts to kill one, and. Then shit starts in the fan, and Ellie is in survival mode. She's like, yes. "Oh shit! Oh shit! Oh shit!" It's it's um, fantastic. There's so much action, and she has to like go hide, and then she'll sneak up on someone and kill them, and then it just like goes on and on. She'll get shot at. She'll have to run away. It was really intense and fantastic. Yeah, we get to see some of like the mechanics of like mm-hmm. how the bow works. We see the pistol in action. She we does see some the crafting. crafting. Yeah. Yeah, she does like really, and the new crafting menu looks really cool. Um, she crafts an explosive arrow and just fucking nails somebody in the yeah. back of the head with it, and it explodes, and they just <laughs> fucking die. <laughs> really cool. Um, we see like kind of like a not boss almost, but like this dude has like a sledgehammer and is just fucking wailing mm-hmm. on uh, Ellie at one point, and she kind of I think does she kick him in the nuts. I think that's what she does, right? I don't recall. I think she kicks him in the nuts, he falls to his knees, and she turns and then kills somebody and then takes the hammer, the, like, kind of uh, angled in, and just whacks it into this dude's head. And this is when the camera then, like, swerves back around, and we're right back to the kissing scene. Yeah. And you see Ellie is happy, mm-hmm. and it kind of, like, works out because people shoot the uh, girl she was talking to said, like, people should be terrified of you, Ellie. Yes. And you yeah. see why people should be terrified yes. of her. She's oh. fucking people up. It was so good. Um, yeah, super brutal, but I loved it. I, I yes. can't wait for this game. I love The Last of Us. Um, it's one of my favorite games of all time. I really want to know what's going on with Joel, though, because yeah. we're now two trailers in, and we haven't, or three trailers in, we haven't seen Joel yet, and I'm like, oh, God. Well, I thought... They mentioned him. They mentioned him. Well, okay. this one. They referred to the see old him. Man. We see him in the first trailer because he walks into the room mm-hmm. and he's like, and she's like playing the guitar. Yeah. And she's like, I'm going to kill them all. But there's a lot of like theories that he is not really there, that she is pretending he's there. I was just like concrete. There are flashbacks because like this, this flash- part in the, in the dance, that could be before this game really starts mm-hmm. and he could have been alive there and then something happens he's dead during the main gameplay i don't know i just want to know I just want to know for kill my boy joel i love joel he's oh such god. a good dad okay i i've talked multiple times before about how i do not enjoy the last of us and i've never finished it um mm-hmm. 
I have gone back and tried to play it multiple times. And I will say, like, the only reason that I've made an effort to go back and try to play it is because I was spoiled and I knew that there was a DLC where it was revealed that Ellie liked a girl. So I was like, oh, well, I want to, like, support this. I want to play it. But I just, like, could never get into it. And I was like, God. So after seeing, after the Sony conference, I was like, God, I, I just, I want to go give it another go. I want to try this because I'm so excited for Last of Us 2. Um, and so I went back and I started playing it. And I'd been on voice chat with Byron and I was like, Byron, I'm going to go do this. He's like, all right, hey, just take your time with it. And I was like, yeah, okay, whatever. I just want to be done with this, whatever. Um, but then I got into it and I really did start taking my time. And I think that and also just like seeing Ellie and seeing like how gay everything's going to be made me really excited. And <laughs> I've really started enjoying the game. Um I think before, like, I just didn't like all the slow walking and talking at the beginning because I just wanted to get into some action. And so I got this, like, bad taste in my mouth and then I just wanted it to be over as fast as possible. So I kept trying to rush through it. Um, but as soon as I really did stop and just, like, take my time, like, I'm going through and I'm looking everywhere to, like, loot for items. So, like, I always have enough stuff. Like, before I never had enough shivs. I never had enough first aid but now I like always have fully crafted and then like all of my supplies are filled up because I'm like going around exploring everything I'm navigating better because after I look around everywhere I know where I should go also if you like fuck around long enough it'll be like hey do you want a hint and you can push the button to get a hint on where to go which is nice um and then in a really weird thing after watching the trailer and watching the gameplay on how Ellie was fighting these guys like, it made me better at combat when I went back to play the first one. I'm like, okay, like, the stealth should be pretty easy because, like, she was, like, right there and then she hid and they're like, where'd she go? So, like, I'm doing that and I'm like, oh, they just, they lost me. I can go hide right here. I've gotten a lot better about using my explosives and throwing stuff and just, like, not even having to engage with enemies as much. Just, like, taking them all out without that. And then my stealth has improved so much as well. So I'm really enjoying it. Um, I Spoiler alert, I guess, for Last of Us, if you haven't played it. I got to a part where I get to play as Ellie, and I got so excited when I got to play as her. But now I'm at a really hard part. I'm having some problems because um, I've entered a spot where I don't have weapons really much, and yeah. it's fucking me up pretty bad. So, But hopefully I'll get through it, and it'll be okay. But... I'm having a good time and like the way I'm playing it now I'm like this is this is really kind of like a Resident Evil game like I take out enemies and then I like go around and loot for stuff this is I don't know why I had such a problem with it um but like I really needed I think this this trailer to like get me hyped up for it again so so I'm excited for it but yeah all right uh and so at this point they mentioned that we're going to an intermission oh god this is so stupid. And this is where I was just like, all right, no, I'm pissed off now. Like, you, you gave me a fucking 10-minute fucking banjo concert, and now I'm going to the intermission. <laughs> where they announced some cool stuff, I guess. Um, so Black Ops 3 is free on PS Plus right now as a promotion for Black Ops 4. That's, That's cool. really cool. Free That's game. fucking awesome. Okay. Um, they ran through the games they announced uh, leading up to P E3, which was the Tetris game. Um, 
Beat Saber, Twin Mirror, which I've noted that I think I'm really excited for Twin Mirror. It looks like a really yeah. cool game. I'm excited looks pretty crazy. There was a fourth game. I don't remember. Tetris, well, Twin Mirror. Before we got to the next big announcement, they had the Destiny 2 Forsaken oh, I had that marked. I had that oh. marked next. I guess I okay. mix those up. Uh, yeah, so Destiny 2 trailer. Um, Holy shit. This was amazing. Um, go ahead and I don't even remember all of it, but it's just like, so, it was, oh my god. We This trailer opens and we see some of the, I assume these are the barons that we're going to be hunting mm -hmm. in, the, in the Forsaken thing. We see Cade is like on his knees and we see his ghost is like looking at him. And you see a gunshot off screen, and it hits the ghost. And the ghost falls, and you're like, "I didn't think anything of it." At the time, I was like, "Whatever, like ghost is fine. Like my ghost gets shot all the time." And then we see Prince Aldrin um, from Destiny One. He's a real big prick, <laughs> and boy, is he a big prick after this. And you see he has Cade's gun, the Ace of Spades, in his hand, and he puts it up to Cade's head, and the camera pans, and he clicks the chamber back. And it turns, and you just you see the flash of light on his face because he pulled the trigger, and then you hear the smack of Cade's body hitting the ground. You see Prince Aldrin walking. He puts the Ace of Spades in his holster, which is not his fucking guns. Fuck him. <laughs> and you can look and you see Cade's the light in his eyes has faded out. Bungie yeah. revealed that Cade is dead. His ghost was destroyed. There's no bringing him back. And I'm like. What the fuck? I seriously, I gasped out loud when that happened. I was like, holy shit, what just happened? But let me tell you, I am not concerned. I think it's going to be fine. I think he's coming back as Cade 7. I just, I don't, I mean, he's an exo. I don't care that his ghost is dead. Um, I feel like it's all technology. He's made a backup. He's got a backup ghost. It's going to be fine. I think you need to have a death that sticks. And, like, this would be an important death. I love Cade. I don't want Cade dead. I think Nathan Fillion is the jam. But I think you need to have the stick. Um, at least for, like, one expansion. Bring him back in the next one. Do some fucking oh, tomfoolery. Well, yeah. I think that... I mean, I think he's eventually coming back. He could be... I mean, I oh, think yeah, he's yeah. eventually coming back. Yeah. I'm okay with him being um, dead through the whole expansion. But, yeah. If, if he was, like, dead for real, real... A, I don't think they would show us in a trailer. And I don't have a B. I don't know. Um, there's also some more Destiny 2 stuff that like kind of got talked about during E3, but let's wait till next week to talk about that because sure. I, I think more stuff will come out. Um, but it was, was there fantastic. anything else during the intermission? It was such a moving trailer. That was all I had during that intermission. Okay, first of all, very long fucking intermission. Like they were like, oh, it's hey, it's almost almost time, almost time. No, you kept going. They had hundreds of people that they had to move from this one studio to the other. You don't... Which... This is why this is a bad presentation. You don't fucking do that. Respect people. You, you don't do that. It was cool that they were in the church, but it was not necessary. You can do the same with lighting. You could put up tents over the people. You could do stuff with scenery. You didn't have to move locations. I think this was a very poor plan on Sony's part. I think it was very poorly done. But I'll say the content of their conference overruled all of my negative feelings about the presentation so i'm i'm over it but don't do that again sony it was not a good idea so we go to this big area where we're just gonna see all the games from here on out 
they have a man on stage. He's playing. I can't remember the fucking name of this instrument. It's like a bamboo flute, pretty much. It's like a wooden flute. Like cool. He was killing yeah. it. He was fucking... It was cool, but again, and it was a lot faster than the banjo. A lot faster than the banjo. Again, um, not necessary this though. This leads into the Ghosts of Satsuma. Um, so this is a samurai uh, RPG game. It's set during the Mongol invasion. Uh, there's some parkour. I noted that the stealth looks like Arkham. Um, very beautiful game. Like your character is riding a horse through these uh, wheat fields, and like it just looks fantastic. You're doing the sword fighting; it looks amazing to me. I was the like, combat cool. looks fantastic. It looks just like, well, kind of like Hellblade, where you've got to like do your dodge, your parries, your attacks, and it's just like, oh, I'm so excited for this game. Um, one thing that I noticed, at least for those, for Last of Us Two and Ghost of Tsushima, um, at least for the tr the gameplay trailers that they were showing, like the screen was completely empty. There was no HUD. There was nothing on it. Yeah. There were no prompts. You're just like on Last of Us Two, stuff would pop up like when it needed yeah. to, but like it's just such a clean experience. And part of that got me thinking about like what Sony is doing with their first party games. It seems like they try to convey an experience rather than just like a great game. Like some anyone can make a great game, but they're making like a really immersive experience and it like makes a difference and stuff like that. Just like having nothing else on the screen, it keeps you in it and it's it's so good. But man, this game looks amazing. I'm so excited for this one now. Like I was kind of before I was like, yeah, it looks cool, but it looks fantastic. I don't think this game is for me. Like, Fuck I'd... you, Cody. Come on. Okay, hey, hold Come on. Come on. It looks amazing. I just don't. I don't think I want to play this game. Like, How I wasn't are you not excited, excited by, it. by it. I don't know. Like, I was kind of like, okay, this is cool. Like, it's just not for me. I don't think. Like, huh. you like sword fighting? Oh, don't worry. This is the the first uh, <laughs> of many games. Um, up next. Wait, wait, wait. Hold I, on. There was still, I still oh. wanted to talk more about this. Okay. Because there was another moment in this trailer that made me gasp out loud. Like, oh my god. Because you, you see, you're playing as this male samurai. And you meet this badass archer woman who's helping you out. And you're fighting to kill all these bad guys to free this monk. And you get him free. And then all of a sudden, this lady turns on you. And she's like, this monk has betrayed me. I have to kill him. And it's like you think you're allied with this person and then it turns out not which i also thought and meg's thought too that was like that maybe shouldn't have been revealed in the trailer because that would have been a nice twist to discover in game but uh but it was very surprising and moving and i enjoyed it um even though i kind of wish it wasn't there but yeah looks awesome i'm excited for it yeah. okay you can continue I'm glad. Uh, up next, I have Control, yes. the new Remedy game. These are the people who made Alan Wake and Quantum Break. Um, looks really cool. Like, you're this female who has, like, this gun that's, like, morphing. and like, It's like a Transformer gun. Stop time. And, like, Remedy makes some cool games. I remember, like, hearing a lot of good things about Alan Wake, and it's on backwards compatibility with the Xbox. I've been really wanting to get back into Alan Wake because that game seems super awesome. Here's the thing. I tried Alan Wake, 
but I didn't get into it because it seemed like it was mostly a walking simulator where you just like walk around and look at things and then you have to avoid stuff maybe. Yeah, and you don't like those games. I don't I do, like so. those. So it's not for me, but it, I mean, my, because my friend Jesse gave it to me and he and his wife love that game. So I've heard real good things about it, but I'm just not super into it. And I've never tried Quantum Break, but I've heard good things and really would like to try that one. Um, but yeah, but this one looks amazing. Like the, yeah. it's kind of like, like in Doctor Strange, where the world would like morph and change and just like do stuff like that. Like it seems like that's happening in the world. It's just like I don't know if you're controlling it or if it's just stuff that happens that you have to deal with. Uh, it didn't show a whole lot. What? You don't know if you're controlling it. <laughs> hey! hey, there you go. That's that's awesome. This game looks awesome. Um, okay. Yeah, I'm really excited for this one. Um, the next thing on my list, if it's, if do you have what I think I have that I'm excited about that I should talk about? I did not write down the certain remake. Oh my so God. Oh my I God. know this is all you, so go for it. Okay. So this, this trailer starts off and you're in first person in the point of view of something very small in a supply room and you're like crawling around doing stuff. And I'm like, oh, so I guess you're a mouse. I'm like, I'm thinking this is going to be some VR game where you're playing as a mouse and doing weird I things. thought it was Ratatouille the vr game yeah yeah it could it could have been um so you're doing that and then you start to hear some people they they come into the room there's a scuffle you see like their feet like maybe they're fighting and then like this <laughs> the storage shelf falls down and like crushes you and like the camera changes and you see this rat that's just like dead and bloody and i'm like what this this is getting interesting and then you pan over to the people who are fighting and you see one of them is a zombie and he's taking a chunk out of this guy's neck. And then you pan over and someone busts in the room, guns blazing, and it's a young Leon Kennedy and this is the Resident Evil 2 remake. And I lost my shit on this because I got so excited, I cannot even tell you. This game looks amazing. When I I'd heard rumors that there was going to be this Resident Evil 2 remake and I didn't care. I wasn't excited because the first Resident Evil game had an HD remake or remaster. I don't know what it was, but it was just like they did the graphics up nice. It had the same controls. It was the same like just blocky, like not not fun, not smoothly flowing. I was like I don't I don't need another remake like that. Um, yeah. I, I had Resident Evil 2 on the Nintendo 64. I think I got it because I liked the movies and I wanted to play a horror game. Like that was a whole new idea for me, being able to play a horror game. And it was so hard that I couldn't survive five minutes and I never got to play that game because I was just so bad at it. Um, so I wasn't excited. I did not come into this excited at all, but this is a complete remake. This is not some little remaster. They have yeah. got the graphics looking amazing. These these zombies are just like bloody nasty looking gore fests. Um, the controls look like a game you would play today, like a shooter you'd play today. Like you've got the same kind of controls, not the, the blocky tank controls that the old games had. Um, it just looks so amazing, and I am so excited for it. I'm so excited to finally get to play this game. Um, and I just, oh, I can't wait. It's coming out January 25th, and I got super excited when I saw that, because I'm like, yeah, January! And then I'm like, wait, that's still like six months away? 
it'll pass pretty fast but uh man it it blew me away and i just like man good job capcom you totally did an amazing job on this um hopefully it's going to sell really well and make a make a big splash and they'll decide to remake resident evil 4 um and that would make me i that'd be the happiest i could be i think i would <laughs> i would literally lose my shit i would just like i wouldn't know what to do with myself if they redid that one so man i was so excited what did you think Cody? yeah this looked really cool um i thought the graphics were really amazing um i watched there's a video and it showed like comparison comparing the game mm -hmm. like scenes like the original game scenes to these scenes looks fantastic uh i'm excited for you um currently playing through resident evil 7 so and we have plans to do another series around a resident evil game and then maybe i'll by the end of this i'll be like resident evil 2 is my jam let's do this let's so do um so yeah, I'm really excited. I'm glad you're happy. Um, yeah. Next up, I have Death Stranding. Was there another? Fuck. Did they do a indie? I don't know. Showcase. I didn't write anything else between those two. Okay. So we get the Death Stranding tra trailer, and uh... <laughs> fuck this game. I don't <laughs> care anymore. I don't care. Like. I'm I'm so happy for people who are excited for this game because it's so fucking crazy. But I just don't care. Like just so you're playing as a character named Sam, and you're carrying you're you're a delivery person. You're delivering things. There's acid rain. There's like floating invisible zombie people. I guess there's a baby in a tube. This woman shows up. Then another woman shows up. I just. Don't understand what's going on, I and I understand that's what Kojima's going for. I'm not into it. I don't care. I think he has lost his marbles, and maybe that'll make for a crazy game, and everyone will love it. Not Cody. Cody's not into it. Um, the fucking scene where he ripped the toenail off—I almost threw it in my fucking mouth because that oh, was no. so gross. I as soon as I saw him going for the toe, I had to do a cover. I couldn't watch that because that shit freaks me out. So I didn't see that yeah. part. Thank God. Um, I just, man, like, if you could write me a, a strongly worded love, uh, letter on Twitter and tell me why you're excited for this game, I'd love it, because I just don't see it anymore. Like, I was kind of excited after the last two trailers, and this one, I was just like, nah. And I was like, man, this I called it, this is a walking simulator, and fucking Kojima's got to tweet out that there's actually gunplay in this, and I was like, god damn it! <laughs> um, I just, what are your thoughts? I just... I can't with this game. I was really into Death Stranding just based on the stuff we'd seen previously. I'm like, this is super weird. It's going to be awesome. I don't know what's going on. At that point, I didn't care. I'm like, it looks cool. I'm ready to wait and see. Um, but then this one started off and he's like, yeah, I'm a delivery guy. And then there's this really long montage of him just trekking around. He's like running through fields and like climbing mountains and doing stuff. And I'm like, what the fuck? Is this, like, whole game just, like, a fetch quest? That's what I put in Discord, because I'm like, I don't... You're just, like, running around the whole time? And, like, me and my friends have this joke. Um, anytime there's just, like, lots of running somewhere, we always say it's the two towers, because in the movie, the two towers, it seems like the hobbits are... Or not the hobbits, uh... 
Legolas, Gimli, and Aragorn were just like running the whole time across fields. Like that's what the majority of the movie was. So I was like, this feels like that. It's just like running around. And so that kind of got me a little turned off. Um, And then you just like reach a point where like mysterious is cool. But then like when you're too mysterious, you're just like, I don't, I don't know, whatever. I don't. I don't know what's yeah. going on. So I don't I just, know if I'm going to like this game. I would need to see a lot more of it before I decide if I'm going to buy it or not because it's just sometimes it's just too weird. I think I'd be okay if this game was coming out next year. But like there's no release date on this game. I honestly think it's a next gen fucking game at this fucking point. Yeah. Like, I don't is. I don't understand. Like I'm not on the Kojima train right now. I'm off that. I took a. I jumped off. I'm. I'm not into it. To I be fair, can't. I don't think I've ever played a Kojima game because I've never played any of the Metal Gear games. I watched. I watched the PT be played and was like, "This is not for me." Because you just had to like keep doing the same things and like figuring stuff out. I'm not good at figuring stuff out, Cody. You know that about me. I get very easily frustrated. And I feel like this game, you're going to have to, like, really try to figure stuff out. And I'm not going to get it. So, I don't know. I was just like, that I was... was... I don't know. interested in the Silent Hills game he was going to do until fucking Konami fucked him. But this, I just don't... I don't know what he's going for with it. And maybe it's one of those wait-and-see things. So, I guess we'll wait yeah, and see. Yeah, we'll wait and see. But right now, it was like, um, I don't think this trailer did it favors... For some of us. No. I don't know. Alright, next up I got the Peace Day Resistance. Did you have anything in between? Alright. We got the fucking Spider-Man trailer and some gameplay. God damn am I excited for this game. <laughs> Coming out in September. So, we open up and we're uh, we're Spider-Man and we hear there's been a breakout at the raft. Electro's involved and we start swinging over to the raft. Well, first off, when we opened up and we heard the news report that the raft is breaking open, I'm like, is this the Avengers game that has been like talked about? Yeah. Now, the Avengers games didn't show up for E3. The Avengers game was just not there, so never Byron mind. was freaking out because I was on voice chat with him, and as soon as he saw the raft, he's like, it's the Avengers game. I'm like, it could be Spider-Man. He's like, no, it's the Avengers game. And then he's like, oh, it's Spider-Man. He was real disappointed. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we... Uh, we get to the raft, there's like a cop in a helicopter and Electro shoots it down. And I thought that was a really cool scenario where Spider-Man like saves her. Like I thought it looked really cool. Or still in like the trailer aspect. Like we haven't got to the gameplay yet. That's like, wasn't it Watanabe? Is that her name? She's from the comics, I think. Yes. And I think, I think she's, she has a secret identity where she like goes and she's like a vigilante as well. Um, oh, okay. I think that's who she is. Deep cut. Yeah, right. but I mean, like, a good guy uh, vigilante, just, you know, yeah. like, outside of the law, taking care of business. So, then we start to chase down Electro, and, like, we're kind of just getting a who's who of the rogues gallery for Spider-Man. Like, we see Rhino. I was like, oh, shit, that's fucking cool. Uh, Scorpion shows up, and, like, all these look really, they're super high-tech looking, and, like, really badass. Like, they got new gear and stuff. Um, and so Spider-Man is chasing Electro, like, trying to figure out, like, who who are you working for? And we're getting to see some of the gameplay action, like, like him swinging around, like, how you can, like, swing towards stuff and, like, the combat and how there's, like, a combo system. And, like, this reminds me of the Arkham games, 
but with Spider-Man, because like you can do the combos, you got special moves you can do, and like something they kind of talked about was that you're gonna be getting different suits, and different suits have different tech. So for the suit that he was wearing in the trailer, he had a, a special move called the Web Blossom, where if you pushed in the two sticks, apparently he jumps into the air and you just start shooting web balls at everybody, and like. Why are you laughing at wet balls? Well, really? yeah, well first balls? I was laughing at you pushing the two sticks, and then you're talking about wet okay. balls, and I was just like, oh my god. Whatever. Um, so yeah, it all looks really cool so far. And so we're chasing Electro around a little bit more, and we get to the top of the raft, and the vulture shows up. I'm like, okay, pretty cool, vulture. And then the helicopter swarms by, and you're like, oh, what's this? This is where we got to see Mr. Negative the last time. He's on this fucking helicopter. They're beating the fuck out of Spider-Man, mm-hmm. like, taking him to town. And he's, like, backing up towards an edge, and then you can kind of see, like, some kind of jet stuff is happening in front of him, and he looks up, and he's like, it's you? And so, so far, we're up to five villains, and I'm like, okay, they're doing the Sinister Sticks, obviously. So I, they're kind of leaving it open to who was the it's you but I think people have a lot of theories. I think it's going to be like a bait and switch where you think it's the Green Goblin, but it's actually someone else. I'm 100% in. This game looks fucking amazing. Like, I'm super excited for this. Like, to go from being, like, very disappointed in Death Stranding to me <laughs> being like, hell yes, Spider-Man. I was very happy, personally. Um, what did you think of the trailer? I thought it was okay. I thought... Okay. I thought showing all those villains was a lot. Um, mm-hmm. Like, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I guess if they're setting up the Sinister Sticks, that's fun. But it also would have been fun to just be in game and then discover that there were all these other villains that you're going to be dealing with as well. Um, but maybe not. I don't know. Um, there was like a time when I was watching some of the gameplay and like the combo stuff. And I was like, is this just like a, kind of like a slightly more elaborate combat system than like Devil May Cry but still kind of like you've got like hordes of enemies coming and you have to like do your stuff I was like so that kind of like gave me pause a little bit but I mean it looks cool I'm definitely gonna get this game I think like the way that you move through the city and like swinging around on webs just looks awesome and I think I'm gonna yeah. enjoy that um hopefully the Parker humor will be there and be lots of fun. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, but like the trailer didn't like really do much for me. I mean, I'm going to get it. Um, one of our semi theories on who the last villain was, I threw out there that oh. in the comics, I believe Mr. Negative like infected Aunt May and turned her bad. So I was like, that'd be pretty cool if she was like running with the Sinister Six. But I don't know if that's <laughs> that going to happen. That would be pretty crazy. It'd be weird. But, uh, um, yeah. I think it's cool that they're using the raft, and, like, there's a still image from... There's a demo on E3's floor that you can see the Avengers Tower. So, like, they're definitely, like, embracing, like, hey, this is part of the Marvel Universe, so, like, I do wonder if we see other heroes and That'd stuff. Cool. Did Did um, I make it up? Or is there... Are there just going to be skins where you could be, like, Miles Morales and Spider-Gwen? Or... Were they going to be in the game at some point? Miles was in the last I mean, trailer. Yeah. Um, 
I assume he'll have a skin though, because they're doing all these different kind of skins that you can unlock in the game and get different okay. tech for. Um, so yeah, I assume he'll be a skin in the game, but he's also in the game himself. Um, Do you know if Spider Gwen is going to be there? I would assume so. Like, they're doing a comic series called Spider Geddon, and it's introducing a bunch of new Spider people. I just, I think, just so they can introduce them into this game. So That's we'll cool. be seeing lots of that. Yeah, I'm cool <laughs> with that. Um, I'm, in, I'm super excited for this game. I'm definitely picking up day one. Um, I'm fine with them showing the villains because they did leave the last one as a big tease. Yeah. Um, because I think it's mainly gonna be about that last villain. So I'm interested. That is. Easy answer is Green Goblin and Hobgoblin. I don't think it'll be that. I would really like to see if they did their own spin, and this was like an evil Iron Man, because if you the jets coming out of his like feet could oh. be what was lighting up his suit. That's um, cool. Yeah, like just an evil Tony Stark, like that's who is in this world. Um, yeah, that'd be kind of cool. I don't think they'll do that, but it could be cool. Um, it could be Mysterio, right? Was he? He wasn't in there. No, he was not. Um, and I still think the, the other villains that we discover along yeah. the way. Like, I don't think this is like just who we're fighting. Um, but yeah, so this is kind of where the PlayStation conference came to an end, sort of. Like, they had like a brief after thing, but like, and like they were like, "Oh, we're announcing a game." Did anybody get a confirmation on what that game was? I don't even know. Here's the thing. I watched through that thing because I was like, I, I want to see what this next thing is. And whatever it was, it was so disappointing that I didn't even write it down. And I was pissed yeah, off so... that I waited for it. But one thing I do want to say, in the Sony press conference, like in between when they were showing games, they had oh, yeah. these little animated things that were going on, like on the screen. And like sometimes they were playing a band doing stuff and there was just this fun little things. Turns out all of those were created in Dreams, which is a game that'll be coming out at some point. I don't know when, but um, it's a game where you can make things yourself. Yeah. So, which that was pretty cool. I think this may have been my least favorite conference. Um... I think the gameplay they showed was really awesome of everything. But presentation-wise, this was so tone-deaf on, like... Because last year's press conference was really good. Like, they just came out and they showed game after game after game. And this one, they just... I feel like they got too big for their britches, and they were like, we're top dog. We can do whatever the yeah. fuck we want. No one's going to care. Nah, man, this is very bad. Like, I did not enjoy this. I didn't like the intermission. I didn't like that they were like, hey, we're not done yet. We still got some more things to show at the end. That no, like, you were done. Shit. Just... Just say this is the after show. Yeah. Like, we were fucking done at that point. Yeah. Like, that was... That they sucks. showed some more Spider-Man gameplay. That's, like, kind of where I kind of headed out after mm -hmm. that. Uh, and they showed kind of some cool stuff in that. But, like... I... Yeah, the gameplay was cool, but... And the trailers, it's like, for Destiny was cool and all that. But I just did not like how they presented this at all. I didn't think it was very good. That's just me. Eh. 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 All right. So really, I mean, I was super excited about Last of Us and Ghost of Tsushima, and then I lost my shit for Resident Evil 2, but then it also had Twin Mirror that I was excited about and Control and Spider-Man. So like those were like, all that together made it just worth it yeah. for me. That was so, really? I, look, I look past the, the blemishes, so. All right. And now we got the last press conference of the show that we care about because obviously PC gaming isn't that important to us. Oh, um, so dude, we the... I thought we were done. I for real, seriously. Wow. 
thought wow. we were done. I was like, what are we you talking about? The Devolver show to talk about. Get it together. No, I'm just kidding. This is Nintendo. Um, all right. So Nintendo, I like the way Nintendo does things. They record a yeah. pre-thing and mm -hmm. like they just show everything. There's nobody out on stage. Cool, whatever. Um, so they started a press conference by showing a game called Damon X Machina. This really reminded me of like a Gundam game. And I was really in. I was like, this looks fucking cool, man. So, like, uh, <laughs> this is, go for it. again, I was at work. I'd been away doing something, so I came and I was late to it, and I was like, I went to YouTube, I'm like, okay, this must be it, so I click on it, and it's like this heavy metal music and these giant mech suits doing battle in the air, and it looked fucking awesome, but I'm like, am I in the yeah. right place? I had to go on Discord and be like, <laughs> guys, is this right? They're like, yep, this is Nintendo. I'm like, well, okay, this is cool. So this is like the thing I was most excited about from this press conference, because it looked fucking awesome. And, like, while it was flashing, like, I saw, like, Machina, and then I was like, this, I mean, is this some, like, weird next Machina, like, Housemark <laughs> took the next step and, like, made this weird thing, but it's not related <laughs> at all. Um, nope. But, yeah, it looks awesome. So, that was cool. Um, once again, all my shit's out of order, but I know the last thing. Um, they talked a little bit more about Let's Go, po uh, Let's Go Pokemon, Pikachu, and Eevee. Um, they just kind of, like talked about the special Pokemon that's going to be in the Pokeball Plus. It's Mew. Wasn't shocked. Kind of knew that. Um, they did kind of confirm that gyms are in the game. They've been kind of reworked. Um, they showed... I watched an IGN trailer, and I'm a lot more comfortable now with the... There's only capturing. Not jump battle Pokemon to capture them. You just trip capture. So, really cool. No, nothing really new. They just kind of showed the same, same stuff they showed at the when they announced it two weeks ago. Um, they announced Super Mario Party, and, like, they showed, like, some really cool... Okay, I love Mario Party, so they're just fun, like, games to play with friends, and, like, we have friends with Nintendo Switches, Sam, we can play this game. Whatever! Shake your eyes at me, I don't care. <laughs> I'm sold. I thought there was some cool stuff on it. Um, I'm always excited for a Mario Party game. Uh, they announced Fortnite for Switch, it's out now. I tried it, it was alright. Wasn't it? I don't know. I gotta, get, I gotta get my sensitivity down because I was like oh. aiming everywhere. That's what she said. Mm. Um, however, let me just also state for the record, in, in our prediction show, one of my clear predictions was that Fortnite was coming to Switch and they'd say and it's available right now. And they did say it's available right now. So I got that one right. Um, so yeah, good job. Yeah. Let's talk about their Nindies. Uh, they announced Overcooked 2. That's coming out soon. Um, I never played the first Overcook. I hear it's some wacky, crazy fun. Uh, they're introducing a throw mechanic, so oh. you can throw food at each other. That, and that I mean, that would be really add... handy, actually, because like, yeah. it's it's tough. Um, it's a fun game, but it can, it can get very heated if things aren't going well. So, uh, and as Hollow Knight uh, came out same day, um, I have tried that. I'm liking it. Pretty cool. Um, they announced Killer Queen Black, which is a arcade cabinet game. It's only it's only ever been an arcade cabinet game, and now it is on Switch. They reduced it from five v five to four v four, and that's coming out sometime this year. So I'm excited for that. That game heard a lot of good things. It's kind of funny. People really talk about it a lot. Um, so I'm really excited for that game. Um, just trying to make sure I didn't miss anything. 
Is there anything else you remember that I haven't talked about so far? Sweetie, I wrote down Damon X Machina, and that was all. So Yeah, because you're just a hater of Nintendo, apparently. Um, I apologize if I missed anything. <laughs> so last but not least, very quick, it was a 45-minute presentation. Like They were very short and sweet about it. It was a 45-minute presentation, oh. 35 minutes of which was on this last item. <laughs> um, they announced the new Fire Emblem is coming next year. I wasn't really shocked. I didn't think they would come out with them this year. And I think Xenoblade Chronicles 2 is getting some DLC. And then we get to the meat and potatoes of this. Super Smash Brothers. As it was revealed to be Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. Sam, this is exciting. I'm so pumped. Um, (laughs) Every fighter from the past four Smash Brothers games is going to be in this. I am so excited because there's so many cool characters. Like the way they talked about it, like really made me realize like this is like the biggest crossover in gaming. Like you get Solid Snake, you get Ryu, Pikachu, Mario, all these people from different games together. Cloud from Final Fantasy. Like this is amazing, and they're gonna keep announcing new people. Like it's so like I'm so happy and like they're doing updates to characters. They announced new, they announced a new character Ridley um from metroid and like so awesome i'm so excited for this game it's coming out december 7th uh but man there's one negative thing that's been like eating at me for the past couple days and it's just like nintendo show wild luigi some love damn it (laughs) he's been a staple he's been there he deserves it he's been working hard all his life for this you can't give me he's an assist trophy i'm real upset about it sam I don't know if you can tell. But, uh, <laughs> and now if you kill an assist trophy, it counts as a kill? That's just bullshit, man. Like, all right. I'm sorry. Give me a minute. Oh, poor Cody. Oh, my God. This is so intense. I mean, he loves Waluigi so much. All Whew. right. Okay. You're right, buddy. Um, yeah. What's a fucking assist trophy? What does that even mean? Okay, so there's uh, items in Smash Brothers, and you can throw them. And the assist you trophies are like different Waluigi? characters. You throw them on the ground, the trophy pops up, and he comes out with his tennis racket and he starts whacking the shit out of people. But um, that sounds cool. Yeah, um, yeah, I'm excited for Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. Um, the fun of Super Smash Brothers is like when you get into like, I can definitely see us having uh, community nights where we just get together and we're playing, and like. Just us all being in a Discord party and, like, just us all yelling at each other. It's going to be hilarious and fun. That's the excitement in Smash Brothers for me. Um, I'm not competitive in that game. I legitimately play Captain Falcon, and I yell Falcon Punch, because that's all I do is Falcon Punch, is Captain Falcon. <laughs> like, it's all I fucking do. Um, so I'm super excited for that. Uh, I do think they went on... They Like, the fact that they made this their big presentation... Uh, it did go it on a little too long. Really long. It, it was so long. Yeah. But, I mean, people have been wanting this, but like, here's yeah. the thing: is like, Smash Brothers is not a console seller, in my opinion. Yeah. Like Pokemon is, like Mario, Zelda, uh, the Metroid game that you announced last mm-hmm. year did not show up this year. Yeah, that's a little weird. Like the Yoshi game that's supposed to come out this year has had no info, and we are halfway through the fucking year. Is it supposed to come out this year? Yeah, it's supposed to be 2018, and, like, we've got nothing. Like, it's going to drop it, like, randomly? It might not be cool. this year now. Do they call it Yoshi's Lemonade? Because, like, that Beyonce, Beyonce album? 
you know, oh, Beyonce. Just like okay. dropped out of nowhere. Yeah, dropped out of nowhere. No, yeah. I um, thought you were talking about. Never mind. Yoshi makes really good lemonade now. That's what he does. Um, whoa, oh whoa, earthquake! <laughs> I, good God, Cody! I, I dropped the the notebook <laughs> on my my cable and it just <laughs> fucking flew. All right, sorry about that. Um, so yeah, um, I thought Nintendo had a pretty you know short and sweet conference. Like they got what they wanted out there. Um, they did come out and Reggie announced that there's gonna be a lot of game announcements over the next weeks and months. Yeah. So that's fine. Always an exciting time to be a Nintendo fan. Um, I'm really happy. Like I'm playing a lot more in, uh, indie games. I almost said Nintendo games on my Switch. Uh, indie games on my Switch. Um, I gave Hollow Knight a try. Really having fun with that. Played Fortnite, loving that. Uh, still playing The Wizards of Legend. I'm super excited for Killer Queen whenever that comes out. Oh, I yeah, think like... you forgot to mention that there is also the Splatoon. I don't know why Splatoon oh, yeah. uh, expansion or DLC uh, something. Yeah. Uh, it's like Octo. It's like an Octo expansion. It's based on the Octolings. Yeah, um, I yeah, I need to hop in and try that. Uh, my niece bought it and was showing, sending me pictures at work today of it. I'm like, oh, that's really cool. Um, <laughs> I heard. So, yeah. I heard if you play that, um, you get to do a character creator and make your own character. And then when you beat the Ooh. DLC, you can take that character into multiplayer. That's what I heard. Ooh, okay, yeah. all right. Yeah. Now I'm fucking in. You got me. Um, so yeah, that kind of wrapped up E3. Like there was a couple more small little announcement things. Like you know, Destiny talked about some stuff. Uh, there was fuck, I forget what it is now. We'll talk about it next week. I'm sure there'll be more news on it. Um, Sam, what were your overall opinions of E3 this year? Um. Going into it, I, I hadn't been super excited about E3. Like, I kind of knew what was going to be there and, like, what I was going to be excited about. I was like, it's fine. Um, but then once it happened, it got me much more excited than I thought I would be. Um, I thought Xbox did a really good job of kind of starting things off and getting us hyped up. And then, of course, I was really happy with Sony stuff. So, um, yeah. What about you? Yeah. Um, I loved it. Uh I love that we got to see Anthem. I love that we got to see Assassin's Creed, Spider-Man, like all these games I'm super excited for now. Uh, I love E3. Like I love the hype around it. I somewhat like that now E3 lasts two weeks because apparently everybody announces their game the week before. Um, you got to get ahead of those leaks. They just happen. Yeah. I, I think it's like a... My favorite part of E3 was that we did stuff with the community. You know, we got into yeah. that Discord party and we talked. Like, that's super nice. Like, I think we won't get to do this again until Game Awards, which kind of sucks. Because, like, the yeah. Gamescom and uh, Tokyo show aren't that big. So, um, so yeah. E3 was a pretty good good year this year. Um, I think in my wildest dreams, I would like to go when I one of these one of these years. Mm -hmm. um, Sam... I love E3. It's some of my favorite times of the year because you get to see all cool kind of games. So, yeah. All right. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll have a regular episode next week. We'll be talking about all the video games we've been playing over the past two weeks. You're going to get a big meaty episode yeah. there. We'll talk a little bit more about the Destiny 2 Forsaken stuff that's been leaking out. Um, we'll talk about any kind of news that comes up. So, yeah. Thank you guys so much for listening. Remember, you can comment, subscribe, all that stuff. 
Uh, leave us a five-star review on iTunes. really helps out get the channel out there. We appreciate it. If you want to contact us, we are at contact at geekartgames.com. Um, you can check us out on Facebook and Twitter at Geek Art Games. Uh We actually had a question go out about people's announcements and all that. Like, what were their favorite announcements? And we got a couple of replies to that, so thank you to those people. Yeah. Uh, we have a YouTube channel. You can get there by geekartgames.com slash YouTube. Remember to check out the video form for all the cool little after credit sequences we have because we're we're Marvel movies now. Spoiler alert, there's gonna be a good one this episode. This is a pretty good one. Um <laughs> don't, we have a Twitch not channel. safe for work. <laughs> yeah, not safe for work, yeah. Don't uh don't don't go there if you don't wanna do that. Um We have a Twitch channel at twitch.tv slash keycard games. Uh quick little announcement. I'll be doing some streaming this week when you hear this so you happen in there be playing uh i think some warframe and possibly some for honor if i buy it so that's exciting so, i still want to try exciting. some warframe we can maybe we can play together who knows maybe um yeah if you'd like to join our discord where we have been having community night talk and where we had our e3 conversations and now you can have cool little parties for nintendo and xbox and stuff like that it's geekartgames.com slash discord and last but not least we have our t-shirt store it is geekartgames.com slash shirts yes shirt or shirt shirt i should probably make it both ways because i think you keep saying it wrong um yeah so you can get a shirt there um if you do that thank you so much we greatly appreciate it all right and i am at comic book cody on twitter sam where are you at i'm at s-k-s-u-v-a-k I didn't forget anything, did I? No, I think we covered it. Nice. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening one more time. We appreciate it. Hope you enjoyed our E3 coverage. Uh, hope you enjoyed this extra long episode because I'm sure this went on for quite a bit. We had a lot to say. It's E3. <laughs> Extravaganza, yeah. as Tom said earlier. Um, you can reach Tom at... Uh, at. He doesn't have a Twitter yet, so we'll get one set oh, up. Oh, we'll get him on that. Um, yeah. Yeah. All right, Sam, take it away. We're just two E's who heart threes. E, 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 three. I really did not know where that was going when you said the E thing, and I was like, what the fuck? All right, good job. Nice, I like it. Yeah. Bye, guys. Bye.